You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Warning. Thunder Talk contains foul language, adult subject matter, and is intended for mature audiences. In today's show, we welcome Senior Manager of Programming Operations at Adult Swim and Superstar Author of The Best Saturdays of Our Lives, Mark McRae, to share his hopes and fears about DragonCon. Sexy Thor and Lightning Lad finish their review of Marvel's Phase 4 announcements with a few recent updates from D23. Beth and Kavika school me on how to do DragonCon right, while JT Wheatley of History of Comic Books and Dan tell you how to do it wrong. Prodigal Sister returns as Missy H2O Waters comes home to Studio D, and so much more. Lightning Lad, roll the thunder. The Weirdos Workshop presents Thunder Talk. Beth. Sexy Thor. Kavika. And Lightning Thunder Talk. Here we are, Thunder Faithful, back again for another edition of Thunder Talk. Yeah. So what are we gonna? Uh, yeah, what are we gonna be talking what? about today? A little Dragon Con? I mean, that's why we're here. It's what we're. It's what we're meant to do. Yes. We built this podcast <laughs> on Dragon Con. Dragon Con. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I'm just gonna get this out. I'm just gonna say this really fast, really quick. Uh, we are Thunder Talk. And you should hit us up. Hit us up on the Facebooks. Just type Thunder Talk into your Facebook. Hit us up. We'll make you famous. We'll put you on the show. We'll, we'll meet up at Dragon Con. Put a mic in your face. Thunder famous. We're looking at, uh, forward to this year's Dragon Con, and we will be wandering, wandering the halls and all the exposition centers and come up, meet us, talk to us. We'd love to have you on the show. Totally. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm staying in a suite with the people who are uh, running the Imperial Nerf Herders. That's a group, and they're, we're going to be partying with them all uh, all week long. What 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 does the Imperial Nerf Herders do? They're all about Star Wars and good times and really good people. And we're going to find out a lot more about them uh, this coming Thursday night. We're going to get them on the mic and try to get them. Uh, I mean, you know, as long as they're cool with signing all the legal documents and giving a blood sample and everything. Yeah, go ahead and we'll 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 blast out to the world what the Imperial Nerf Herders are all about. How about you guys? Who are you looking forward to running into? Um well last year we would run into random stars just outside. And they were there what remember last year at the end of the parade and you're like, babe, babe, turn around, look and I was busy looking at something else and then Well no, I thought you saw her. And mm-hmm. so I didn't say anything really, but then we went past and you didn't say anything. And I was like, Kavika, did you not notice? We totally walked past your favorite actress on The Expanse. Kavika's looking at me like, what is her name? She does no. this every time. I would not. Every I time. Would never, I would never do that. Well, ever. I just, I'm, was it pronounced Shore? It's Shore. So anyway, I was like, she was right there. We literally walked right past her and Kavika did not even notice. <laughs> but that he, uh, she wasn't the only one. We walked past some of your Lost Girl people. Well, no, it was Chris Holden Reed from Lost Girl. But then with him was one of the guys from oh, The yeah, Expanse. Yeah. 
I can't remember what the actor's name is. Yeah, okay, Kamika's cool. Looking, looking, looking. She's using the internets. Yeah, yeah. It was Cass and Var. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. It, I mean, like, it was a pretty sexy pair. I mean, for yeah. dudes, anyway. Chris Holden Reed gives the best hugs. I was, I couldn't believe it. Nice. Yeah, he's a he good like hugger. Brings, he, he like, he brought you all the way up into his arms. He was like, here, <laughs> he's, you know? He, sco- I was he, like, he scooped you up. Wow. Well, plus he's a, a tall dude with like long arms and a long torso. So yeah, he's a good hugger. Gives good, good dude hugs right on. Hit him up. I, I can use a dude hug. I could use a dude hug about yeah, now. Yeah, you, you should. I, I wonder if he'll be there again this year. No. Oh, He's not there. Aww. Last year was Lost Girl. This year they got the big uh, group from Winona Earp. So. Yeah, that would be really good. I am looking forward to seeing old Carl Urban, though. I mean, and the boys. Yes. Panel. Yeah, right on. I mean, like, they're bringing, they're bringing their two biggest stars for that panel, which is, um, what's his name? Quaid. Quaid. Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. There we go. Right on. Right on. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I, I can't talk enough about Cybertronic Spree. Totally into that. Uh, MC Chris. Any any old school Adult Swim fans out there? MC Chris. Yeah, any kind of do. Something the bubble coming in. Yeah, right. My backpacks got jets. I'm Boba the Fett. So Vic is confused. Yeah. So we're gonna get to go uh, and tour Adult Swim, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yes. Yes. We uh, the, the Thunder Talk is gonna be taking a field trip to the Adult Swim studios. Uh, while we are at Dragon Con, that's going to be, that's gonna be like, going to visit the Pope for me. That's gonna be a big deal. I gotta, I gotta have my backpack ready and pack my sack lunch because we going on a field that's trip. Right, that's right, a thunder, tr- thunder, yeah. thunder trip. So, Bat, uh, do you guys talk about flying in? Uh we may have mentioned that we will fly in in the best way possible, which is first class. If you're not oh, first, for real? you're what? Last. Yeah, Coach. it's called economy, and it's not super fun. Because I personally have made a trek across the Pacific Ocean at the very end of the plane next to the bathrooms. And if you have ever thought about it, if you're stuck on a plane for 18 hours, that's a lot of poop. We will be there, what, by 8.30, I would say. No, I I think if we're on time, we arrive about 9. But, you know... 30 minutes what the answer? and i'll have a full stomach of mimosas at that time <laughs> yeah you will nice i'll probably pick up a that ten dollar because i do the discounted um uh streaming thing for like 10 dragon con tv yeah so oh, and nice. that's also like well worth the ten bucks. That you get, way you can you, you get that at the host. You get that at the host hotel, though. Yeah, but what the thing is is if, if I go and buy a thing, then you can log into it anytime for the rest of the year and watch panels, rewatch panels, that kind of stuff. Oh, that's cool. Okay, sweet. Right on. I don't know. That will probably be about lunchtime, and we could probably do lunch and then make some plans and tackle the day. Seize the Dragon right. Con by the tail. Seize the Dragon Con. Grab right. Dragon Con by the balls. The balls by the Dragon Balls. Z? <laughs> you should see Kavika's face right now. <laughs> it's it's painful. I mean, 
he somewhat <laughs> salvaged it with the Dragon Ball Z comment, but you're welcome. You're welcome. Or he destroyed oh. it. I don't. I don't know. Adam, Adam, what time are you showing up? Or I'm sorry, sorry, se- sexy, sexy, sexy Thor. When are when are you arriving at Dragon Con? Uh, Thursday. Don't know what time yet. What What about you, Dan? How are How are you getting there? When are you getting there? Are you coming in a I don't know a, a crate on a train? Are, are people <laughs> like? Do you have a uh, a group of litter bearers that are going to convey you down the highway <laughs> into Dragon Con? Uh, actually, I I I I, I got my um. My stick and bindle all set up uh, about four days ago. I've, I'm I'm halfway there already. Oh I'm yeah, following awesome. the old, I'm following the old. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm taking you know freight trains, following the old hobo code uh, throughout the country. Got chased by a dog yesterday. Highlight of my day. Uh, I'll be getting there on Wednesday. I mean yeah yeah I mean like we had to fly for multiple hours to get there where you can just drive. No, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you're all sitting there talking about your your first class privilege. Yet, you know, we we're we're just up the street, yo. Uh, we would love to be able to drive to Dragon. You saw you saw the movie you saw the movie Titanic. Okay, all those assholes in first class, totally just spiritually bankrupt. Where it was the steerage, man. That's that's where Leonardo DiCaprio lives. Okay, that's where the party's at. I, I would be the Molly Brown of our. You would be the Molly Brown. You would totally be. And you would be. You're so unsinkable. Yeah. Right. I, 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 I would, I would throw somebody off the raft or off the dinghy if they weren't doing their part, for sure. You're on notice, Dragon Con. Okay, y'all, y'all keep it straight, or Kavika's throwing you off the dinghy. Hey, Dan. Yes, Beth. You got, you got any of them sweet ESO network commercials? Oh yeah, you know, let's drop one right now. Everyone these days could use a little support. And your friends at the ESO Network are no different. With the ESO Network Patreon, the cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO Network. So this is going to be like my first Dragon Con in probably a decade and a half, I guess. Uh, bring me up to speed. Give me some well, updates. What should a I decade know here? And a half. What, the, what is that? 15 years? I mean, it's a pretty long time. Yeah, it was like 2003, 2004, somewhere around that ballpark. Well, I think today we're going to talk a little bit about tips and tricks, uh, things that we recommend uh, bringing to Dragon Con, things that we recommend doing, or just overall advice for the Dragon Con newbie or the person that is coming back to Dragon Con for the first time in 15 years. 15 years, I'm sure that the con has grown a lot and it's a lot different. Adam, tell us how what do you remember of dragon con what was it like 15 years ago i remember atlanta hotels gaming dash rendar toys world of warcraft panel vaguely seeing kevin sorbo around in the guest hall meeting darth maul himself and my mom's dope dragon con badge from 1999 where it was a phantom menace inspired painting 
And that's pretty much it. Wow. So you're almost like a blank slate. Yeah. And I should also note that both times were a one day trip, which from what I can tell with all the stories is not nearly enough time. No, it's not. Well, at least now, maybe back then it was small enough that one day was enough. But now, no, you got to You got to do the thing. You got to do the whole weekend pass. Of course, if you can't, you know, you you do your best, but the real Dragon Con experience, you gotta you gotta have the whole thing. You gotta dive all in it, get all up in it. Thursday to Monday, five day weekend. And I mean Thursday thurs this now, Thursday is like the new Friday, so Wednesday's the new Thursday. Anyways, uh Yeah, I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were going somewhere. (laughs) So how do you survive such a chaotic but fun-filled weekend like that? Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Uh, Prepare your, you know, make sure you're wearing great walking shoes. Uh, I guess my first recommendation is get a camelback. Get or get some type of hydration plan because you don't know... Uh, how hot it gets standing in a one and a half hour line. So tequila and Converse's got it. Well, for people who aren't into tequila, they usually have water in all the different panels. There's beverages to be found around. You probably want to bring your own water bottle if you can. So that way you can fill it up and take it with you because a lot of the lines are indoors, but sometimes depending on what panel you're going to and if it's back to back with another super popular panel, you may have to stand in a line outside. If you're going to a super popular panel, you will be outside. And she kind of misleads you in certain ways because you will not have a chance to drink any of that uh, glorious H2O, like uh, Bobby Dufay, or what What was his name? The Water Boy? Oh, Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. Bobby, Bobby Boucher. Anyways, you won't get any of that high quality H2O until you get inside the actual panel room. So you will spend an hour outside in the heat of downtown summer Atlanta for sure. But if you're a professional tequila drinker like yourself i prefer scotch i will drink scotch in the line and get to know my fellow con attendees as much as possible that's how we got to this point today that is tequila is still more dan's thing but my thing for the next three months is strictly oktoberfest strictly oktoberfest all right then so beth what what recommendations do you have you know, you may want to bring like a little hand fan or something for when you're getting too hot. Definitely have a backpack or a fanny pack. I'm so glad fanny packs made a comeback. Yeah, we're, we're big into fanny packs. And every time we go into a new venue, I'm always like taking some of that nice high quality H2O. Uh, another lookout, uh, if you're looking for food, always make sure you take some type of snack because... Oftentimes, you will be stuck in a line or you, you, you won't know exactly when you're going to have a chance to escape to go eat. So you need to have some emergency calories uh, there to keep you on your feet and keep you engaged, keep you going to the con. Well, not just that, but sometimes you may find food, but 
everyone else has found that food too. So you could be standing in line to get food and you may want to skip that line so you can go get in line for a panel or do something else. I think the best food, though, at Dragon Con is in the Marta station. I think it's Peachtree Center, isn't it? Yeah, Peach. there we go. Peachtree Center. Uh, the thing is about the Mar- that is going to be probably your cheapest food. You know, you're going to have a, a, a Dairy Queen in there. You're going to have some local pizza place. You're going to have the Chinese place. You're going to have this and that. And that food is usually cheaper than when you go to one of the restaurants in the hotels or you go to like uh, Benihana or what is it called? Benihana. Yeah. Benihana. There you go. So you've been listening to Beth, Adam, and Kavika give some pretty sound advice, pretty sound advice about how to uh, handle Dragon Con responsibly, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you say, Wheatley? Yeah, it's very responsible, good advice. Um, so what's the opposite? Yeah, we're going to show you the uh, other side of, of Dragon Con uh, in a very pre-gamed state, if you will. Yeah, but uh, one could argue we also did it right, too. So we'll, we'll let you decide. Yeah, you as the audience can decide. Uh, you, you, you can decide our side of Dragon Con. Uh, yeah, so uh, you know what? I think we'll just let ourselves uh, speak for ourselves, yeah? Yeah, sounds good. Let it go. We got JT Wheatley here in the studio yeah. tonight. JT Wheatley, History of Comic Books podcast host and also veteran Dragon Con attendee. Dude, I mean, I'm such a poser, you oh, know? Hey, the, the year before Jack, Dan came down to Dragon Con, I got so wasted off Moonshine that I tried to catch an actual guy dressed as a, a Pikachu with my Pokemon Go app on my phone. Wait Wasn't a minute. successful. <laughs> you tried to catch an actual Homo sapien sapien. Yes. Thumbs and everything. Dressed as Pikachu. With your phone. Yeah, I had my Pokemon Go app <laughs> up, try, and I, I was hitting it, trying to get it. And I was so drunk, every time I would swipe, it would fall down, and I would go, fuck. We're talking, we're talking 2017. 2017. You got so sideways. Yeah, and then my friends realized, let's get him to the food court, get some food in him. I was sleeping on those tables in the food court. Didn't want to leave, because that table at that moment was the softest thing I've ever felt in my entire life. You're talking about the food court. Yeah, that's it's it's like it encompasses a portion of a city block. Yeah, from Peachtree to I don't know, dumping out wherever the hell the Marriott is. Yeah. Right? Correct. Yeah, they close at one a.m. You know that, right? Oh yeah. As in we, like we were, we were there you don't 11. have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah, and eventually food court. 
Yeah, food courts in quotations. No, I mean, it's a food. It's a proper food court. I mean, it is, but it's not. But it's not attached to a mall. It's it, attached. It take, to, well, the store's it's attached got, to the city of fucking the store, Atlanta. There are stores there that's kind of close. It's attached to like the Dragon Con things. Wherever. Okay, I'll yeah. I'll stop being pedantic. Yeah, Mr. J T. Wheatley, I I apologize. You've only been to Dragon Con once, so do not judge the Marriott <laughs> food court, sir. But the whole time I was screaming, when I was moaning, don't blame the moonshine. Because it's my fault for not eating beforehand and giving me ballast. That's real. That's real. Hey, yeah. don't blame the liquor. Blame blame my parents. Hey, pardon the interruption, but do you want to learn more about love, lust, sex, anger, happiness, music, time, space, and the human race? I hope you do, because I'm here to beg you to listen to Soul Forge Podcast. We're your weekly dose of life and living here on the ESO Network. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and soulforgepodcast.com. A proud partner of the Rusted Robot Podcast here on the ESO Network. Let's find out together. All right, we have a very special guest with us today. Our dear friend, Senior Programming Operations Manager at Adult Swim. Did I get it right this time? Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Okay, cool. I know. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a title that has words that don't necessarily need seem to be or or need to be in the same sentence. But yes, it is correct. Yeah, that's your your full full title, and of course, uh, superstar author of the best Saturdays of our lives. Yes, Mark McRae, everyone, give it up. Thank you, thank you. So welcome. So great to be here. There's San Diego Comic Con. And I know they get around three to 400,000 people walking through. Uh, I also know that it's a huge media event. Dragon Con, we have to be the second biggest convention in the country, right? Yeah, I would, I would definitely say so behind. Um, it's the largest, you know, convention, comic book convention um, in the Southeast, you know, after uh, oh, Comic Con. For sure, you yeah. know, with attendance right. and the type of media stars that they get and all the panels and workshops, it's pretty huge. Well, speaking of those panels and workshops, I know you and Adam here have uh, downloaded the app. The Dragon Con is so massive, everyone, that it has its own app. And uh, what, what are we seeing? What are we uh, looking forward to? What's going on? Mark, you've uh, you've been a few times. Yes, I've been a couple of times. Um, I think... I believe the last time I went was like maybe 2012 or 2013. And I sat in okay. on the flash panel, which was pretty cool and funny. And, yeah. uh, I ended up meeting Candace Patton, who plays Iris West, um, you know, the flash's girlfriend. And oh, okay. I, I had a chance to talk to her after the panel, um, before the dragon con volunteers, you know, <laughs> pushed me away um, because she was in this uh, area where you can take a selfie with uh, celebrities for $60 or get a traditional right. autograph picture for $40. And if you and if you weren't doing either of those two things, you were not allowed to talk to the celebrities, which I thought was right, just right, right. Oh, terrible. But anyway, yeah. we had a great conversation and she had a laugh and it was just kind of nice just to tell someone that I like their work and I like their show and, you know, have a couple of laughs and then move on. Nice. Now, yeah, the flat, you know, Adam, you're, you're, you're familiar with that stuff, right? Oh yeah. And, and this was like the very beginning of the show too, that you met her, right? Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like, Iris West has always been part of the Flash. You know, it's been part of that story. She is like the Lois Lane. She is Lois Lane or like the Lois Lane character um, in the Flash comic book. So she's always been around. Um, but they've sort of sometimes have been star-crossed lovers, you know, like things didn't always work out for Iris and the Flash, uh, Barry Allen, um, who's also the Flash, uh, like it did for Superman and Lois. So their story's a little more complicated. Yeah, because part of their star-crossedness is also with Barry messing with time travel. Right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time travel issues for sure. And if there's anything we should know by this point in 2019 is that it's a very, 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 very messy thing. For sure. For sure. Definitely. You know, but I like time travel stories, though. I mean, um, that's, you know, I years ago, I used to watch uh, the Charmed series uh, with the original cast, oh, yeah. with, you know, Sharon, uh, Shannon Doherty. And that is one of the things that pulled me into that show was that there was a lot of cool time traveling stories. And, uh, I really liked that. And in, in their particular case, because there was a cast change, you know, of course they had to, you know, incorporate the cast change with Shannon Doherty leaving into, um, you know, the timeline also being changed. So, uh, I thought that was pretty cool too. Oh, Shannon Doherty. Uh, yeah. Always, Always causing ripples. Oh, you know, oh my gosh. Uh, just re- <laughs> I mean, right, right, yeah. all the way back to 90210. <laughs> and we got um, Rose McGowan. You know, I, I saw on the internet some friends of mine were having a pretty heated debate. Somebody had said that uh, Charmed was better than uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I didn't necessarily follow either very closely, but now that you mentioned, I had no idea that time travel was involved in Charmed, so I'm going to give the win to Charmed on that. I didn't know time travel was involved in Charmed until just now. I was a casual viewer of Charmed and a hardcore Buffy fan. So I just went with Team Buffy, but knowing time travel is in Charmed. I'll still give it to Buffy, but uh, props to Charmed for that. Oh, yeah. I think, you're, I think your t- time was misplaced, friend. I think, I think you should have been a Charmed man. <laughs> there is actually going to be a Charmed um, panel at DragonCon this weekend. As well, yeah. Speaking of that, Dragon Con, Charm, uh, is she, Shannon Doherty going to be there? No, <laughs> no, of course is not. Is this for? It's for is fans. This for the Charm CW reboot? Um, no, I believe you know. I looked at the description, and it seemed to be more for just fans of the Charm franchise. So I'm thinking that they're probably going to cover the earlier version as well as the um, the newer version. But uh, it makes sense. I, I tell you, interesting story. We had um, we had a, a small panel at Adult Swim, and we do something like this twice a year. We we invite a lot of the millennials that are working at the company to see what their viewing habits are like. And this intern just totally trashed the new Charmed series on the CW. And uh, so, of course, you know, mm-hmm. my ears perked up and I'm like, well, what don't you like about it? And she says that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. And she goes, well, I don't like the acting. She said that the acting is trash. And, you know, that's a millennial um, um, slang for sure, because yeah, trash, it's all everything trash. is trash, you know. So as soon as you hear trash. trash, that Facts. means it's like just 
what it says, trash. And yeah, right. uh, so I'm like, oh, but what about the story and the special effects and the concept? Oh, she was like, oh, that's okay. But, you know, I, I think she just couldn't get on board because she felt like the actors were not, uh, were kind of dialing it in, which I yeah. thought was well, sort of interesting. Because that's. We can't all be Shannon Doherty, though. <laughs> and definitely not Alyssa Milano. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, um, I really feel like the show sort of lost its edge when Shannon Doherty left. As much as I love Rose McGowan coming in, um, uh, you know, Shannon Doherty was a badass, you know? So, and uh, I I mean, like, the show was developed for her and they brought in the other people. So, um, it's just kind of interesting how things worked out. And right before the reboot was supposed to happen, Shannon Doherty and Alyssa Milano... uh, were sort of saying, hey, we're, we've kissed and made up and let's do a reboot, you know? Of course, nobody cared. It's like, no, we're going to bring in a new show with younger people that's going to attract millennials and, you know, sorry, right. thanks, but no thanks. And you can hear more about this, everybody, on our new show, Shannon Cast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the uh, hot uh, Shannon Doherty up-to-date news as well as uh, a bunch of really, bunch of really good archived stuff. And the spin-off sideshow, WTLK, the Milano. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? <laughs> we plan out a lot of our con, like starting that Wednesday, Thursday night. We're starting to get a general idea of all the things and all the events, all the workshops that we're going to go to. Yeah, And that, that leads us into the next thing that I would recommend is get a plan. You're going to have an ability to use the app, download the app, look in your programming guide, and with the people that you're, you want to go to this con with, try to get an idea of where you're going to go at what times and allow yourself plenty of time between the different panels. Because if you want to go to a, a big panel, this might take you two hours, two and a half, three hours. And so you can't stack them too close together because of how long the lines are. Yeah, you probably want to prioritize because some of the big panels will happen more than once. Like last year, there was the big law school reunion. And so I looked at the app to see when they were doing the panels and there were multiple panels, but Some of the people weren't there all weekend, so I prioritized going to the panel where all of them were there. So that was pretty cool. We try to find which panel is going to be the big panel or the largest one. And then we just kind of weigh it. We see, oh, okay, this is it's going to be the Saturday afternoon one and everybody's going to be there. And then that's the one. But there will be probably like five amazing panels all at the same time and you're just gonna have to choose depending on time and lines and how you feel after being the heat you may not want to do you may not physically be able to do as much as you want to do so you have to prioritize which things you really want to make sure you do and which other things it's like if i get to do this awesome if i don't get to do it that's okay so, Adam, what do you have an idea of what panel is your absolute I need to go to? Well, I haven't quite looked at the app yet, but I was wondering, um, do they still offer these schedules and stuff that you can get off the app in print? Yes. They do? Yeah, they do. And you can just pick one up at the same time you get your badge. You go into, uh, which one is it? Is it the 
The one that just got the Legionnaire's disease. Um, the Sheridan, I think. The Sheridan, yeah. And they just got cleared, so hopefully no Legionnaires while we're there. But that is, that's the hotel where everybody, you go through the line and the, the maze and you check in. The registration. The registration. And they will give you, you get your, you know, you check in, you get your badge and they will give you a program schedule. And I mean, we like to kind of be ahead of the game before then, but it's still fine. If you're, you're picking up your schedule right there. When you get your badge on th- on Thursday morning, you still have plenty of time to make your game plan. Oh, yeah. I mean, I intend on looking at the Dragon Con app anyway, but I also like to have it in writing. But uh, nevertheless, that's my drunk incident, so I put myself out there. Mr. Dan Clink, should we get into your incident oh! last year? Okay, look... Okay, I mean, I don't even... And you did say we could talk about this. Comedy-wise, narrative-wise, fuck Dan is always like option one. (laughs) Right? Hey, fuck Dan. Yeah, okay, well, of course. And then how can we be funny? But uh, anyway, that Friday night... My first Dragon Con. Yeah. Mind you, the only two other cons I'd ever been to in my life at that point had been SC Comic Con. Hosted by Borderland Comic Books. Yeah, great Check. local con. Oh my god, they're the best. Yeah. They're the best. Dragon Con is, we jokingly call it, the after party of the convention season. It's when, it's a great fan convention, you meet great stars, you meet great fan panels, stuff like that. Parade, costumes, everything. But this is about, you're in downtown Atlanta, Labor Day weekend, you can dress whatever you want to, and you will drink whatever you want to. As my friend Mr. Dan Clink did that weekend last year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's, okay. There's two types of conventions. Ninety-five percent of conventions fall into category one, and then there are literally like less than can be counted on one hand that fall into category two. SC Comic Con, hosted by Borderlands Comics here in Greenville, South Carolina, has nowhere to go but up. Oh, definitely. You need to get your ass to SC Comic Con. The second tier, we're talking San Diego Comic-Con. We're talking Steel City Comic-Con. We're talking New York Comic-Con. We're talking, above all of that, Dragon Con. Atlanta. The only reason people think San Diego Comic-Con is cool is because it's a press event. You can't get in there. It's not meant for you. It's not meant for civilians. Yeah, we, we, we jokingly call that corporate con. Though corporate con. But it's not a bad thing because they no, get the awesome gosh. Marvel panel they had this last time. Look, we love, we love San Diego Comic-Con. We love it for what it is. We love San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con is the media event of the year. No, no, of, I, of the nerd calendar, right? Oh, yeah. As in, like, he, he is risen. Right, let's go hunt for Easter eggs. But by Easter eggs, we mean what has the MCU hidden inside of Endgame? If right? anything else, you know what? it's going to be a great weekend on the internet because that's when the trailers drop and they immediately drop them on the internet because yeah. they got tired of bootleggers. Like, screw it. We'll put them out for real. Exactly. San Diego Comic-Con, as a nerd, we all get on our knees and prayed to the Southwest, of course. When it comes to you, me, the human race, Access, access to the actors, to the creators, to the producers, to the actual properties. 
that we love so much. Dragon Con stands second to none. Easily. Easily. It's a great fan. In fact, my favorite panels are the fan panels, where it's just a bunch of fans the talking f- about right? Godzilla movies. Exactly. Friday the 13th. Exactly. Virgin. You know what? No San Diego Comic Con, no Dragon Con. No Dragon Con, no San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. It's a yin and yang relationship. Yeah. Right? Do you want the corporate press release, which is very important, and I live for that. You live for that. We all oh, live for that. I'm glued to my computer during that weekend. Exactly. Sandy, Sandy Comic Con. Do you want to shake their hand? Do you want to sit in the same room as them? Do you want to be incorporated into that new film, new series, new product, new property? Dragon Con. Because it's the party. It's the party. Because you're not in a convention center. You're in downtown Atlanta. You're in Oz, motherfucker. You. Hey, friends. It's Beth and Kavika again, back with another... What's on our tube? Yay! What, what? <laughs> we got to have our own little fanfare. It's very exciting for us. It builds us up. Yeah. Gets us gets us going, gets us pumped, gets the adrenaline going. Something. Adrenaline? Adrenaline. I know. Talking is hard. Words are hard. Yeah. But... We're coming at you with a very special two-for-one episode. What? We're going to talk about two shows. It's two shows that we have recently watched, and they're both shows where we don't want to say too much because we don't want to give anything away that might really spoil it for you. We don't want to do some spoilers, but we figured we're going to talk about one, uh, some of our favorite characters are going to be there at dragon con this year yes so the first show we're going to talk about is the boys the greatest superhero team the world's ever seen the seven it recently came out on amazon prime there's what eight episodes i think yeah i think there there's eight episodes and it just came out this year so yeah it just came out within the last month i believe i think it came out at the was it the end of July, maybe, or the beginning of August? Mm-hmm. Hasn't been out that long, but we binged the whole thing in one weekend, and we yeah we were it, pleased. It was super quality show, I thought. Um, yeah, the boys. It's out on Amazon. Pretty much the premise of the boys is what uh, superheroes gone wrong. Soups lose hundreds of people each year to collateral damage. I can't stop. I can't stop. Uh, I'll read the the short description on IMDb is a group of vigilantes set out to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. I think that's a good concise description, like two cent version of the show. So I've always thought, I'm sure all of you have always thought, what would it be like to have superpowers? And frankly, I'm a horrible human being. And if I had these superpowers, I would totally walk into a bank and be like, oh, look, I'm a millionaire. I'm the world's greatest superhero. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right? <laughs> so, and, but that's what these, uh, what, what, what's happening? I, I don't want to be too specific, but we got a, uh, a cluster of superheroes. They're called the Seven. Well, there are superheroes in the world. This is a universe where superheroes exist. 
And there's one group that's kind of like this top super group, the seven, and you have to like audition to be one of the seven. And one of the seven recently retired. So there was an open spot and they were auditioning for a new person. So there's that story alongside with the story of Huey, who's played by Jack Quaid, and his girlfriend is accidentally killed by a superhero, which, you know, upturns his life. Yeah, devastating. Now he is his, yeah, his life is turned upside down and he kind of doesn't know what to do. And then he runs into Butcher, who is played by Carl Urban. Oi, what's Sporty Spice up to? Who? Sporty fucking Spice, what's she up to? Oh, man. I, I still think that he played the best Dread. And all of you haters out there, um, you know where you can go. <laughs> So he runs into Butcher or Butcher comes to find him and is like, hey, nobody's doing anything about these superheroes that are basically f***ing things up. These superheroes, if you think about it, every time, like whenever we're watching a Marvel movie or something like that and a whole city is being destroyed. Well, underneath that rock and that rubble, there's probably some dead bodies, right? And civilians civilians just collater- the, collateral damage yep caught in the crossfire collateral yeah. damage and so you have displays of people with superhuman abilities and they are they're not above reproach they, you know they they have different motivations and reasons why they do all their actions right yes and carl urban's character he's like They've been getting away with too much for too long. We need to put these superheroes back in their place. You see, when they're apart, they're absolute fucking rubbish. But you put them together, they're the goddamn fucking Spice Girls. Well, he has a pretty traumatic... So a lot of these characters have a pretty deep backstory. And it was kind of surprising that you got as deep as you did in the backstory whenever it was only eight episodes. Yeah. And each episode was about an hour. An hour long. Yeah. Yeah. So, overall, good show. We enjoyed it. Looking forward to season two. I am yes. We're looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to season two. But what I'm really, I'm after watching the show, binging it, really liking it. I'm looking forward to going. Uh, what what day is it? Actually, we're gonna go see a panel. We're about we're about to go to Dragon Con, so we're gonna go and see a panel. They have several both. panels over the course of the weekend. So mm-hmm. if you just look up. Uh, Jack Quaid or look up Carl Urban you should be able to find when the panels are on the DragonCon app yeah the app is live friends yes. if you didn't know it's you need, live you need to be making your plans right now yeah Get, and we've already got like a full yourselves. schedule yeah we have a full schedule ready if you wanna be my lover hello have you ever wondered how much Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster sold Superman's rights to DC4 or which uh, popular football star was uh, the Sam Wilson, the Falcons' physical appearance based on? You can find all that and more at the History of Comics podcast, a podcast dedicated to the creators, events, history, and the companies that made the great comic book medium. Hosted and created by your friendly neighborhood, J.T. Wheatley. Please listen, give it a listen at iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, and all our podcasting platforms. Thank you, and go ahead and enjoy yourself a good comic book. Going back a little ways... I believe I've been to the Peachtree Station, and 
yes, there's quite a variety of restaurants placed more on the affordable side that you'll find in downtown Atlanta. Yeah, just be prepared, though, to wait for a table, you know, or kind of grab a table where you can, if you can, or sit on the floor. And that's pretty common there. I mean, you'll be there and you got to remember, there are 100,000 people with your saying, like, these. this is your tribe, right? There's 100,000 of nerds also, you know, going to these different panels and they're just trying to grab food when they can. Most often, all the tables will be snagged up and you and your friends and family you might be just sitting alongside some like window or a side thing with like six people. Nobody cares. Nobody judges. Everybody's just sitting there having a good time. And every person that you will bump into is a possible new friend. Especially if you're Kavika. Yes. I mean, I I hope, I, I really do. I hope that our li- any of our listeners show up and they go, oh my goodness, uh, we listen to your podcast and hey let's talk and i come up to me i'm i'm willing to talk to you and i will be your new best friend what she said all right so (laughs) yeah except i'm more introverted but it's okay she is it's okay Uh, regardless uh what other tips and tricks do we have for our thunder faithful Because there are so many people, you have to really be aware of the spaces where people are trying to walk and try to get through. Try not to block the way for people. Also be aware that there will be, you know, people who are on motorized scooters or in wheelchairs, on crutches, people with kids. They may have a wagon or a stroller. So try to not get run over or run anybody over or step in front of somebody because that bothers the crap out of me. My mom was in a wheelchair and to see people be so rude and just like step in front of people, like try to be mindful, but also let's try to not block the way. I, I get the be mindful, but there are often times where, you know, people are overwhelmed and they just people. Just, it's very odd. They will shut down. They will just like, walk into a building, be in the entrance, and then just stop. They will look up and they will be like huge, big, bright anime eyes and just be blown away and their brain stops processing. Well, guess what? I have a plan and I have a I have a panel to get to. And guess what? If you don't move, I'm going through you. Absolutely. <laughs> you're you're such a gentle sweetheart. I am. Dragon Con's one of those occasions where you're, you got to be almost constantly on the hustle. You do. Uh so often, you know, it's it's me and Beth and then it's her brother and his husband and needless to say, the majority of the time I am the trailbreaker. I am the one out in front setting the pace getting us to a place and they just got you know like i'm the first one to kind of break the path and everybody kind of files in behind me yeah and famously my default walking setting is power walk so i'm feeling good in my abilities there you go that's perfect yeah you definitely need to be a power walker well the thing is is this is actually a pretty big science area i between all the hotel all the hotels all the convention centers, and you are trying to navigate inside buildings, outside of buildings, taking shortcuts. And believe me, 
even last year, we were much more efficient between getting to place between A and B and A and D or wherever. And it was just because we we're like, OK, we know that there's going to be a whole gaggle of people right here. We can just step off through this alley. We can step off over here and this will be or if you're trying to stay cool, stick to the inside, uh, you know, between the three majors. Yeah, use the sky bridge. People get run over sometimes out on the street acting a fool. Well, you ha- you have a lot of people that show up with one day passes with strollers. And those people are usually more confused. I mean, they're fans and everybody deserves a place. Uh, a lot of times they end up being outside, you know, because they don't know how to get between the hotels. They don't know where the sky bridges they don't are. Know, they don't know where the connecting sky bridges. They don't know where all that kind of stuff. And you can really tell the difference between somebody that's gone to Dragon Con multiple times and somebody that's just, this is their first time or something like that. Because the people that have like the sense of purpose and they're trying to get somewhere, you can tell for sure. Being Labor Day weekend, it's the opening of college football, and the Chick-fil-A Bowl is literally happening right down the road at the Atlanta Stadium. You will get into a debate with someone dressed as Skeletor, your dress is a shadow, over who's going to win the SEC that year. <laughs> and it's the best thing ever. That's the kind of cross-reference we get oh, in Dragon God. So. No, hey, dude, history, comic books, letter talk, we go there, yo. Yeah. We go there. I was dressed as the Winter Soldier one year, screaming at the the, the big. Sc- they have a big screen in the Marriott Bar where you could watch the 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 third the, the Saturday night game as my team South Carolina Gamecocks are playing. Um, yeah. But back to Dan Clink. And- no, please go back to Dan Clink because fuck the Gamecocks. I'm yeah. all about that Clemson, and <laughs> we have a game on the 29th Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Yeah. But uh, you showed up that Friday. You weren't there that Thursday. Okay, look. Okay. And the, uh, you were the, already hitting the liquor a little the bit. Only, the only, like... He was hitting the liquor when we went down to the, their no, I know. hotel room, and then he came up to our hotel room, and I brought some Patron tequila. Look, I like punk rock. I like my nerd stuff. I get laid, and I'm pretty liberal when it comes to drugs. My credential is second to none, oh, yeah. right? You were, you fit in a Dragon Con perfectly. My nerd cred is is pretty tight. And you were baptized in the alcohol that is Dragon Con as well. Cleansed your soul. I was double baptized. Like, I get to go to heaven, and then I'm reincarnated. Then I die for no reason, but I get, like, a one-up. It's like Jacob's Ladder. Hell is just a place where they're purging the, soul, the part of your soul that can't take it anymore. You were doing that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched Jacob's Ladder this morning. So, but like, are you talking about the Tim Robbins Jacob's Ladder? Yeah, they they made a they made a remake that's coming out later this. No, month. I heard they're making a remake. So but I watched the original again just to go. Why did they need to make a remake of this? Look, Susan Sarandon doesn't have to put a restraining order against me. I understand now. She's married. She's not interested. I'm okay with that. She's not in that movie. What? She's not in Jacob's Ladder. No, but she's married to Tim Robbins, yeah, bro. I know. I know. But, uh, <laughs> all right. We've all seen Bull Durham, man. Who didn't want to do this? Oh, we've Durham. all seen Rocky Horror. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm more Bull Durham because I liked her a little bit more mature, a little older. Her voice was sexier at that point. The 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 eternal question always. I mean, St. Peter's going to look you in your fucking eyes and be like, Bull Durham or Major League? And your eternal soul is going to depend on your answer from there. Well, it's bro. Bull Durham, easy. 
Really? Yes. Oh Greatest my gosh. movie of all time. Easy. Really? Yes. You had Bull Durham. You had Major League. They're both the same goddamn movie. And oh, you know no, it. no, no, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my, dude, we sacrificed a chicken. Come on. Major yes, League is a movie. satire. Bull Durham is a great movie. Give me release movie. dates. Oh, jeez. Uh, he's looking up on the internet. Our good friend JT Wheatley, History of Comic Books. Go check it out. If you're not listening to History of Comic Books, you're probably an asshole. All right. Bull Durham came out in 1988. Uh-huh. Major League came out in 1989. Give me the months. All right. The months. The, okay. So, you know, it takes time to make, like, Hollywood movies. Major League was April 7th, 1989. Mm-hmm. Bull Durham is June 15th, 1988. <sighs> Yeah, Bull Durham, greatest movie about baseball ever made. Which, by the way, makes it one of the best movies of all time. The first thing you said was like math. The second thing you said was like faith. Okay? No. I'm not about that faith. Live from Chicken Town, this is the Flopcast, a podcast obsessed with comic books, Saturday morning cartoons, conventions, music, stuff from the 70s and 80s that nobody else remembers, and chickens. It'll be the silliest half hour of your week. You can find us at flopcast.net and on the ESO network. I'm the mayor of Chicken Town, and I approve this message. Almost final, at least as far as Phase 4 is concerned. This one I'm most excited about, coming November 2021, Thor Love and Thunder. Ooh, yeah. Or as I like to say, Sexy Thor Love and Thunder Talk. Sexy loving Thor and Thunder loving stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is a big one. This was the, like, uh, this was, uh, this was the announcement, wasn't it? Like yeah, this was this was it. Now on stage, you had Chris Hemsworth and you had Tessa Thompson, as they should be the superstars. Yeah. As, besides as Thor and the King of New Asgard, Tessa Thompson was funny talking about like finding her queen. Yeah, and who is playing Thor? Jane uh, Natalie Portman. Jane Portman Foster. That's right. <laughs> they got her back. They got her back. Natalie Man. They got her back all the way with this. That was cool to see, and the fact that they're going into that story arc. Yeah, because I never thought they would. Uh, touch that story arc unless they like rebooted thor the mcu or something like that or the very least like some phase five whatever and we've talked about this time and time again how chris hemsworth was ready to quit like over and over and over well until taika waititi showed up exactly and they both confided in each other that they were both really bored with thor and boom you then you got ragnarok and you have thor you know infinity war and endgame a very compelling thor a complicated but funny, and we've talked about this. You know, people talk about Thor being all Thor Lebowski in Endgame really detracts from the actual loss and pain that Thor has had to go through. And we should there were, should have been several moments where we took several moments to acknowledge Thor's pain, to dwell in his pain, to share in his pain. Right? Right. And my response is bullshit. <laughs> Thor's not a human. Okay, and his experiences are not ours, and therefore it's it's really rather uh, simple of us to 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 think like that we're going to be able to turn around and and have the ability to fully relate to this you know God with a small G characters pain 
we get the whole boo-hoo with Steve Rogers. We get the boo-hoo with Iron Man. With Thor, <laughs> we're going to get the dark, let's laugh at the pain. Boo-hoo. Anyway, we're of a different mind of that. Maybe maybe that'll be in the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Natalie Portman will be Thor. What's the comic book arc that they're pulling from? The Mighty Thor. Now, in The Mighty Thor... After Thor becomes unworthy of Mjolnir in the original Sin story, Jane Foster, who's now dying of cancer, she becomes worthy of Mjolnir, and she picks up and becomes the Mighty Thor. But it all, it all comes with a catch, because every time she picks up the hammer, it completely erases whatever chemotherapy and other treatments she's had for her cancer. So every time she picks up the hammer, it just... Like her cancer becomes worse and then it all comes to a head when everybody's like okay wait you pick this up one more time you're gonna die right but that's when the man gog who's a really big bad no time on this segment to explain it all um starts attacking asgardia and she has no choice but to pick up the hammer one more time and become the mighty thor and then she throws the man gog along with mjolnir into the sun and then she dies. And then Odin's like, yeah, I was wrong about you. <laughs> Live again. Here, yeah, here. Here, Mother Storm, me, my magic, blah, blah, blah. You're alive again. She belongs in Asgard as much as a goat belongs at a dinner table. <laughs> She's like, did he just call me a goat? Greatest of all time. Little, little dark world there for you. Thunder Talk exclusive. Right, Thunder Faithful, we have uh, one of our family. One of our fam has returned to help us celebrate our our annual, first annual here. Everybody, you, you know her, you love her, you've missed her. Missy H2O Waters. What's going on, my peoples? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> it's been a minute. I mean, hell, I talked to you just yesterday, but but <laughs> you know, the Thunder Faithful out there, they have not, uh, they haven't heard you in a while. So, where you're oh, in Colorado? Yeah. How's Colorado treating you? Colorado's dry. I'm getting boogers on a daily basis. <laughs> least, moisturize. Yeah, exactly. Vaseline all day. Right. But at least I'm getting some good water in me and some good some good bud on the daily. Well, there it is. It's all legal too. Just walk in and you give them money and they give you weed. And dude, <laughs> back, there's a barcode on the back. You know, it's all. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just straight up American commerce, isn't it? I love it. I have no complaints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Shit. Jealous as hell, though. You should be. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no, I am. No, I am. So, what's uh, what I've been keeping busy, dude? What 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 you been going on? You know, you know, we we've been following you on the internet. You know, you know, and I talk on the reg. See what's going on. Why don't you let everybody know? Just just more music working. Uh, right. We still having parties in in Asheville. Some teen parties. So if you got a teenager. Uh, make sure you look for Fortune Teller Entertainment in a city near you. Throwing the liveest team parties that you've ever seen in your life. 
uh, we just recently got a call from Asheville High School to plan their homecoming. So that's a big that's a big step. Right on. Very cool. Gotta pour a drink on that. That's right. It's uh yeah, I have one right now. Toast. Clink. No pun intended. No, no pun intended. I'm so sick of that fucking pun. I swear. <laughs> you know, so what, you know, we've uh, we've kind of blown up. We've blown up since back in the day. Uh, what a lot of our uh, what a lot of our new fam don't don't know is you you you're a founding member of this show. Oh yeah. You go back to day one. You're in episodes two, three, four, five. You were there. You were there. In fact, in fact, uh, sexy Thor and I we had it all worked out. It's like, dude. I mean, Missy's here half the time anyway, and you know. <laughs> She, you know, two is three is better than two, and she makes it twice as good. So let's just let's just let's just have her on the show. And it's like, yeah, cool. And you rolled over, and it's like, you know, because you know we had the mic set up, we're all ready to go. You can jump in on the mic. <laughs> and right before I'm like, hey, dude, it's I'm about to change the opening theme. In fact, with your skills, you actually want to help us do a proper one. You know, our our our, our silly ass theme, like Thunder Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's me by the way uh that's that funny shit in a bathroom <laughs> with like uh anyway with a shitty mic um yeah yeah it's like all set up like uh, hey yeah missy why don't you be on the show and i right before i get it out you're like hey i'm moving to colorado and it's just like right. well i'm happy for you i'm not happy for me i'm definitely not happy for my show i'm not i'm not happy for my product that's not that's not a good look for my for my look but Okay, cool. Not a good look for your look. <laughs> not a good look for my look, dude. Not a good look for my look at all. <laughs> my look at all. But hey, you know, you're 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 out there. You're 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 pressing. You know, you're pressing our rights. You know, letting them all know what's yeah. up. Oh, you got to. You got to let them know what's up oh, every time you go out here. You know, right? It don't even matter. So I'm about to smoke. Yeah, you're about to smoke legally. Yeah, I'm about to smoke legally. Y'all can't. Kids do not do drugs. No, that's right. Hey, kids, you shouldn't be listening to this show. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's if you are, then you're you're a pretty cool kid. But legal purposes, you shouldn't be listening to this. But yeah, you're. Yeah, totally I ain't got time. Up. I ain't got time to be fighting their mamas and daddies. Yeah, no. I mean, I won't tell if you don't. <laughs> yeah, I won't. So speaking of that music, what what are we what are we dropping tonight? Uh, tonight we're dropping a new song called Evolution. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with that? Man, just a story pretty much that you got to pay attention to. A whole lot of words, a whole lot of feelings. Um, just me speaking of my past life and how I evolved to what I am now. Oh, damn. There it is. There it is. You know, Unexpectable is is like the <laughs> official. That's that's our, uh, what's that song in Rocky? You know, when Rocky's getting pumped or when the audience is getting pumped, watching Rocky <laughs> getting pumped. You know what I mean? Unexpected. Yeah, that's 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 Thunder Talk's anthem right there. Yeah, that that was that was unexpected that y'all make that y'all anthem out of yeah. all the songs. No, I listen to it. I live. I listen to it now that y'all that y'all like it so much. Oh, what you listen to our show now? That we like your stuff. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, what I what I appreciate even more is your is your honesty. I actually don't appreciate your pay for play attitude at all but i do appreciate you being honest about it you can blame blame that on the uh, lsd 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a cop out, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going to share, then I forgive you. <laughs> Don't forget LSD is decriminalized in the Colorado as well. So yeah, it's all it's all decriminalized up <laughs> Colorado, isn't it? Isn't it? It's just like the wild west of the party drug. It's total, total, just 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 a just a party boy. You bring your bring your guns to town, so to speak, but instead it's a bag of mushrooms. Yeah. Yep. Woo! Just like that. So what's uh what's that jam again we're gonna be dropping? Evolution. Evolution by H2O. Where can everybody find you? Instagram, SoundCloud, Twitter, name H2O. Uh, you'll see me on now. And, you know, I'll be, I'll be, everybody look in the show notes. Look in the show notes. And I want to say something uh, real, real quick. Y'all know how I've been beeping the show the last few, ep- few episodes. We're going to keep beeping, beeping all them curse words out. Because, you know, we're making boss moves. We're cleaning up just a little bit. Getting a little respectful. Better talk is selling out. I mean, that's real right it's just that's it's how you know it's life in america today but uh well, not to the man no well see, i want to be the man that's just it i mean dan the man right may as well may as well you know go commercial and live up to it but uh, real real quick disclaimer uh, you, we don't we don't we don't do that shit with art okay so what you'll be hearing right now uh if you hear some like a fuck or a shit or a goddamn the fucking shit, 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 shit um Deal yeah, with it. I ain't got no vocabulary. Deal with it because it's it's our uh, parental advisory. There it is, parental advisory. <laughs> I, ain't got, I ain't got no vocabulary. They gonna bleep me out the whole interview. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we won't. But we won't. But we won't beep your song. But we won't beep your song. Okay, I appreciate that. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna work on getting some of these songs cleaned up for y'all. No, don't worry about that. Ain't no, ain't no Lynn Cheney. Ain't no Tipper Gore shit going on here. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Hey, look in the show notes too. Oh, yeah, look in the show notes for Missy's links and go to our website, thundertalk.org. What you're going to be hearing right now is going to be mono because it's a podcast and I, I, I don't know how to make it stereo like a grown up. Uh, yeah. so what you're going to hear is a mono version. Uh, thundertalk.org you can hear you can't download you can hear the stereo version over there but you're also going to be looking in those show notes and you're going to be hitting missy up where she lives on the internet and uh, you'll have an opportunity to throw some of your uh some of the, your your cash that she deserves at her and shout out est fans there it is all right dude well hey we got evolution <laughs> you want to say it missy? evolution baby evolution coming at you in your neck boom Piss the shit in the toilet, flush it down with some water One meal for four days, pops knew we was starving Mom's is the best, can't blame her for trying Still love her, get anything for her Same goes for dad, he wanted me to get a scholarship For softball, that was the only way out Always had doubt of what I would become Time is money, I know I wasted most of it Growing up, some say it's luck on how far I've come Take nothing for granted, passing these levels For a better life, the pen is my sword, most can die by that Got beef, don't put it on west No niggas done snitch on me Always had a job, still shot the informant I'm only informing my brothers who do better All that money ain't no shop, who you kidding? We split 
getting millions, give it to our children. Toting glocks on a daily basis, call money, skyscrapers, courtside Lakers game, still a LeBron fan. Smoking that killer from the land, still the same. Don't gas me up like Akon, we keep it on the land from the mountains, so I've been up. When I get lonely, what is what keeps me alive? Always by my side, take it and hide. Nothing is better than counting green with your friends, but it do it again. Hit after hit, CEO money, they don't come if you making the fans laugh. Your day one just came back, told them where you went last. Dope money only lasts till the next re up. Not serving drugs, only my mind. You still buying dimes. Your little brother wanna be like you, but you ain't got the money. You acting kind of funny every time they ask you for something. Nothing to give, you a man, right? Supposed to make everything better. Do what I can, love who I am. No second thoughts on the next plan. Take exams on my life. Passing every time, investing every dime, learning from mistakes, no waste of time. This is a 30 second ad spot for the Black Market Toast podcast where we take a piece of media out of the cupboard, dust it off, toast it up, and serve it as something completely new. What? Well, it means we either listen to or watch a movie or TV show or piece of music and then it's not like we just use whatever media we pick as a conversation starter (laughs) well because it's fun okay listen to it on your podcatcher of choice and follow us on facebook or something don't be afraid to ask people because we learned a lot that first year just by other people seeing us wearing badges like when we were on marta and they're like, oh, you guys are going to Dragon Con too? And just kind of chit-chatting with them. Like, we didn't know where the Walk of Fame was right away the first year. And somebody told us. But we also didn't know they called it the Walk of Fame. So we didn't really know what to ask for. And then the guy's like, oh, make sure that you don't miss the Walk of Fame. And it's here. And he told us about the art show, too. Definitely strike up a conversation. There's always somebody that knows more, you know, and be willing to learn. One of the cool things, and this is another tip and trick, your Dragon Con badges. Dragon Con selects an artist, and uh, the artist's like is commissioned, and they you know draw the badge art. Well, often that artist will be with uh, where wasn't uh, what was the with the vendors with all the vendors, and you can go get your badge signed, and it even makes it more of a memorabilia piece. And it's like, not only is it like a conversation starter and things like that, it's, you know, here you have this really cool art piece that you're wearing around all the time, but then you can go and find the artist and get it signed. And that's really cool. Oh, wow. That definitely is cool. Like it, all of a sudden it makes that hundred, however many dollars you spent on it, depending on how early or how late you bought it into like 
a real legitimate worthy art piece that's just wow instead of just like tossing it to the side after you get home yeah we keep all, we keep all of our badges and those artists they are super willing i mean they will sign your badge for free right and they're just excited that you're excited to have them sign their badge or your badge what other tips and tricks do we have Oh, well, I would also suggest making sure you have some cash on you. There are a lot of things that you can use your card to pay for, but some things are going to be cash only. So make sure you definitely put some cash aside for that. Not only that, um, we we know how all this works, right? You, you We're going to have all these vendors. They're all going to be using Square and all those kinds of things, but... Sometimes the connectivity in all these different places is not super great. You know, all of a sudden something weird happens and the register's down for any type of credit card payments or debit card payments. And the only thing that's left you can do, you can like save yourself a bunch of hassle and you could be like, yeah, here, this is $20 and they will be grateful and stuff like that. We definitely try to balance it because we don't like having a super amount of cash on us. But we also realize that there are certain times parking, things like that, that you're going to you're going to need to have cash. Oh, absolutely. I've even in the other cons, I've been to SC Comic Con, Walker Stalker Con. Cash has definitely been a necessity. And even if you actually like, you know, want to go meet a celebrity or whatever, it usually, at least in my experience, involves cash. So most definitely as much of an amount as you're comfortable with, I guess. Sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, and that that's another re- another reason that we really like fanny packs. I mean, it keeps it really close to your waist. Everything's right there. Oftentimes, our shirts will even cover up our fanny packs. You know, it's that sense of security, but it also gives you options. Yeah, because you don't ever put a fanny pack down. So anyway, back to Dragon Con. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, now, after my antics of the year before, I paced myself and only did the flavored liquor. But well, no, then, flavored liquor is full of sugars, man. But it's still flavored liquor is like twenty-one percent liquor, but it's still water nonsense. And then like you know, sixty percent. But it's not the fifty-proof water. It's not the hundred-proof Patron that I had. Uh, that I wasn't touching. Pr- dude, Patron oh, is it's more than that. Dude. No, it's not because it kicked your fucking ass. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a poser here. But I am saying it wasn't Patron that you had. No, that was Patron. No, it and wasn't. A fancy bottle and everything. Yeah. I, if that were because Patron. Because it went a quarter down when you came up to the hotel room. Dude, if that were Patron, that means I owe you like 30 bucks. And I don't want to owe you 30 bucks. After we got doing the shots, we figured, let's go get some food finally. And we are, we're in full cosplay gear. No, you're in full cosplay. I'm in the Riddler outfit. James is in the Doctor Strange. I'm just dressed like some fucking guy. Yeah, as in like somebody up. who wears clothes because that's what is the minimal legal requirements. <laughs> we get down, we get some food. Our friend Arnold dresses Super Mario. Oh my God. <laughs> he is, he is Look, angry Arnold, drunk. Arnold is a treasure. Okay. I love Arnold to death. Look, Ar- I love Arnold to death. We go to the Metro Cafe. Arnold is an angry drunk. He starts yelling at the... I'm sitting next to Arnold, dude. Arnold's like, I didn't order I didn't order a chef salad. And I'm like, yeah, no, I know. I did. And I'm sitting next to you, yeah. spatially speaking. 
it just kind of came in both of our general direction. Hey, friend, chill out. <laughs> and so I instead, you go outside to smoke, and I decided, I'll go, I think I'll walk outside with you because you were a little wobbly down those stairs. Wheatley, I have to say, God love you. I was like, because I ordered my dinner, you know, I was like, what did I order by the way? It doesn't matter because yeah. I didn't get to eat it. You ate it. Somebody ate it because it was I think delivered. Arnold ate it because he was this <laughs> fucking Arnold. <laughs> JT Wheatley comes outside and he's like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, uh-huh. This isn't my first rodeo. Meanwhile, he's perpendicular with the wall. <laughs> like, you know how you lean forward to look at your shoes? He was leaning backward against the wall looking at the sky. No, the only reason I wasn't on the ground can be traced back to fucking Pythagoras. Yes. Okay. <laughs> His body was forming a 90-degree angle backwards, and he yeah. was using the wall of the Hyatt right. to hold him yeah. up. And I realized, Dan, he goes, I need to go back to the hotel room. And my first question is, okay, Dan, where is the hotel? Who's the guy that skied that AIDS all over L.A.? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Baseball. What's his, that movie I mentioned earlier? Major League. He's Major wild Major League. Thing. Okay, you ask me, hey, Dan, what hotel are you staying in? He pointed literally in the opposite direction of the Westin. Despite the fact the Westin is the largest hotel in the Western Hemisphere of America. No, I mean, that's actually true. <laughs> yeah. That, no, that's real. Like, it looks like a giant of glass Rio, cigar in the middle of Outside of Rio fucking de Janeiro, in terms of like the Western Hemisphere... In terms of hotels, yeah, I don't mean we don't mean structures. We get technical. We're not about talking about we're not talking about skyscrapers. We're talking about actual. Here's my money. Give me a room to sleep in. Hotels. The Westin Hotel, Atlanta, Georgia, is the tallest hotel in the Western goddamn hemis- hemisphere, yeah. right? And uh, I go, all right. Since you have no sense sense of direction, no, I have no sense of direction, but I'm. Tell me if I'm wrong, Wheatley. Maybe like an inflated sense of self-importance? Definitely. Oh, that, with that much liquor? Yes, everyone. It goes without saying. Scotty, we're going to need every ounce of your engines. We're going to put 100 million miles between us and that madman. Aye, aye, sir. What panels are we looking are we looking forward to? Okay, well I have um, there's one on well first on Thursday I'm going to miss one. Uh, there's a really cool uh, a Rankin Bass panel that's going to talk about the magic of that studio and why they were awesome and wonderful and great. And right. it's it's happening on Thursday, and unfortunately, I'll be working. They haven't uh, gotten back to me on it yet, but I, I put in for an interview. Uh, for the uh, to interview the the Rankin Bass archivist. Oh wow, yeah that yeah. that that dude. Oh, he must have a wealth of information. Oh yeah, in fact, I'm counting on you to write my questions for me. <laughs> okay, no problem. I, yeah, I, have, that's, I have some. That's not a joke, Mark. That is no joke. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I'll get right on it. So uh, some Star Trek fans um, are going to be uh, hosting their first. Uh, Dragon Con panel, um, the exotic aliens of Star Trek, and uh, it'll be hosted by uh, people that I personally know, uh, uh, Kathy Graham and her oh, husband, right on. and Ryan. And Kathy was the one that got me involved in Treklanta, because I met her at another convention, and we started okay. talking about Star Trek and the animated series, and she goes, you need yeah, to yeah. contact, you know, and so um, hopefully I'll be there to support them. 
for uh, their their first panel at DragonCon. It starts at 5.30 on Friday. Okay. Um, so I'm hoping to be there for that. Okay, awesome. I might hit that up with you. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. They actually were at a... <laughs> A competing Star Trek convention during Trek Lanta, and so that's why uh, they that's went why we didn't see them there. Yes, why we didn't see them. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, hey, I look forward to meeting them. That sounds. Mm-hmm. That sounds. That sounds like a cool panel. Um, I you know I, I think the way I'm going to do it this year with the panels is I'm going to be like, hey Mark, wh- where are you head? Where what, what what panel are you going to go see? Hey Adam, uh, I don't know. What are you doing? Where are you going? Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll go check that out. I'm afraid if I if I get mm-hmm. too deep into the app, my head's gonna explode. Right, and of course, like all conventions, there are conflicts. You know, exactly. so at the same time that my friends are hosting um, their panel at five thirty, you know, which is officially called the Star Pod Trek uh, presents Exotic Aliens of the Original Series at five thirty. There's also at 5.30 a Wonder Woman panel from the 70s to the present. I believe I saw that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's probably starred so, in my schedule. Yeah. Hey, well, you know what? Maybe we'll send Adam to yeah. that panel. We'll do the Star Trek panel, and mm-hmm. then uh, we'll meet up and hit the microphone. Give a, give a, we'll, we'll swap right. notes. Yeah, yeah. That sounds so like a great do. idea. Yeah. That sounds Sweet. like a great idea. Um, one of, uh, I'm, I'm working on a new book. And it's science fiction, fantasy, and everything. And my character is based on the Wonder Woman character that lost her powers, lost a job, and was living in the hood. And in one issue, all this went down. Right. You know what I mean? Except my, you know, my character would be male. And, um, it was like one of my favorite times. You know, a lot of people say that that character. It was like DC trying to make Wonder Woman into a Marvel character. Right. And I have to say there's a little bit of truth sure. in that. But um uh I don't know. I think I think what you said going us going to Star Trek and Adam going to Wonder Woman might yeah, be right. a good idea because I might get in a into a shootout with somebody about Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 safer to send Adam. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. It's exactly. the best divide and conquer exactly. way. hmm For sure. So that's Friday. Um, those are the only two things I, you know, saw for Friday as far as panels go. Um, Thursday, going back to Thursday, they also had a like cool writers workshops for authors again, which I'm going to miss, you know. Um, so the way that it works, you can set some time up to talk to an author for 15 minutes and, and he can give you some pointers on, you know, maybe how to grab the reader, like within the first, paragraph or so of whatever you're writing and um and that would have been something cool to check out you know for myself um but uh you know schedule and conflicts um which is all part of the frustration sometimes of going oh yeah right again not not enough hours in the day Uh, your your friends star podcast i think Mm -hmm. i'm friends with them on facebook oh okay cool cool um it's a it's a couple right yes 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 uh kathy and and ryan but i think his his facebook uh name may be buddy but uh they're huge star trek fans oh cool i'd be very interested in shaking their hands and looking them in the eye and being like hey it's you yeah real life facebook can be real life
Hey, Adam Thomas. Yes, Thomas Mariani. You know how there are podcasts about bad movies? Yeah. And also podcasts about good movies? Yeah. Well, what if a podcast could cover both? What? Listen to Double Edge Double Bill, where a random selected yin and yang of a double feature is picked and then picked apart. Now, who came up with this wacky idea? Adam, we did. That's our show. I'm learning something new every day. Listen to us on the ESO Network and wherever podcasts are available. What's on our tube? So what was what was the other thing that we're talking about? The other show that we recently, same kind of thing, we recently binged the whole thing and watched it. It came out actually back on my birthday, back in February, and it's on Netflix, the show Russian Doll. Let's f*** this party in the mouth. Life short, carpe diem, etc. Right? What I do in my time is my business, my choice, baby. Yes, this was like I. Well, first of all, I knew nothing about it. I and I we we watched the little Netflix trailer, and it is a Bill Murray Groundhog Day situation ish. Yeah, kind of. Except. God, it's very it's kind of twisted right yeah. it has it has really dark humor which yeah. we it's, appreciated yeah it's darker than groundhog day but then when you think about groundhog day and some of how bill murray was oh, finally he, just like got... if if i can't die then i'm just gonna go die sweet birthday baby what was i just doing what what do you mean i'm out of here yeah it, i mean Groundhog Day got into a really dark place. He's jump, you know, like spoiler alert, you know, like falling, jumping off buildings, and pl- you know, killing yeah. him and Ponxatawney Phil, going off a ledge. Yeah, <laughs> driving on the train tracks into the train. So, but Russian Doll, I feel like there was a lot of humor. Should I call my guy at Bellevue? Is it the nicest psych ward? It's definitely the closest one. But it was. There was more seriousness to it than something like Groundhog Day, and it was a little darker and more it, it black. It was darker, humor. but it, like it kind of also kind of had um, instead of like the slapstickish thing that uh, like Groundhog Day did. Um, it was very warm, like the, some of the, very heartwarming. Some of the things like how, the characters. Just just like in other things where you're living and you're living, I mean, they changed. They grew as humans. And right. it takes the audience through that journey of growth. I look at you now, chasing down death at every corner, fighting your way to the light. And it was it was pretty good. It, it's It's a solid story. I, I would totally recommend it. I mean, both of these shows we had we had already had on our radar. We were already watching. We'd already heard good things about. And there, you know, there are times you, you, we just set aside. We set aside a weekend, and we're like, "This is what we're doing." Yeah. You know, we're gonna order a pizza. Let's let's get it done. Um, solid quality show. Um, yeah, Russian Dolls also going to have a season two, and I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with the story now. Like, we definitely don't want to say too much because you just have to watch the show, yeah. and I either mean, you'll get it and be into it, or it'll just won't be your jam. Yeah. What what was what was the lead actress's? Oh, Natasha Leone, and her yeah. character's name was Nadia. Not yeah, there we go. Uh, it, 
really it was i felt is really well cast yeah you you just really felt for the characters they they did a, a very good job so both of the that's that's pretty much what we've been watching lately right yep those that's it and of course i'm sure we'll have something else soon there's always new things coming up and on a side note i'm really excited designing women's about to be on hulu guys <laughs> so stoked we usually watch old older tv shows like before we go to bed like kind of the last thing we watch before we go to sleep and designing women was one that we were kind of like oh man i wish designing women was on and monday i believe designing women drops yeah we, we well right now we're about to we're a season away or we're in the last season of cheers yeah right? and before then we watched golden girls, golden girls. So, so we're kind of reliving our some of our childhood yeah i'm ready you know. to get back to a sassy women show like yeah. cheers hasn't really held up very no, well there's some horrible sexism there's like there's just a lot of horribleness that they do in their comedy i mean and i get yeah. it it was it was a product of the time it's a product of the times you know for sure you, I, re- I remember that, and I am very happy that we have moved beyond this. <laughs> yeah. But it's still a good... It's it's a good thing to put on where you don't even have to have your eyes open. You like you start to fall asleep. And, yeah, exactly. You know. Well, I guess join us again on the next time for... What's on our tube? Backpacks are great, but when you're out in the heat and you have this backpack on your back, it can be a lot. It's going to turn into a sweaty mess. There's no getting around it. We are all going to Atlanta in the summertime. It is going to be sweaty, humid. I mean, you are going to feel like you're breathing water. Oh, yeah. That's another tip. Guys, make sure you... Bring something to take care of the the sweaty balls. But also, just for anyone, you may want to make sure you have some, like, extra deodorant or, like, I don't know, if you want to bring some kind of, like, wet naps or something. Just you might feel gross after being outside if you're in line for a long time or something. You might want to freshen up because it's a long day. If you're doing a lot, it's a long day. You are going to be on your feet, moving the entire time for 12 to 16 hours a day minimum. So try to keep it fresh there, Sexy Thor. Plan for your sweaty balls. (laughs) And sweaty pits, most definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. That applies for everybody. Here's the thing, people. We want everybody to have a safe and enjoyable con. And if you ever feel yourself like being overwhelmed, all these people are really understandable. If anybody ever even is having a moment and if I even see it, I will stop and be like, hey, you OK? Do you need a? do you need some water? Um, what's really cool is my wife is really good about uh, planning ahead and like we're like, do you need a bandaid? Do you need some ibuprofen? I mean, it's one big giant community that all supports everybody. But don't be afraid to ask if you need something and somebody most likely has it. Yeah, but also make sure like you charge up your stuff. If you need cords, bring cords, bring a portable charger because you don't want to be a sad panda that your phone died and you can't call your friend or you can't take a picture or 
whatever it is you want to do. Get on social media and talk about how awesome Dragon Con is. We're talking like simple things. Have water, have a battery pack, have, you know, some type of carrying device for all your stuff because you are going to find something cool and you're going to want to buy it. And th- But then you need to be able to take it with you, right? Speaking of, you know, buying cool stuff, we really like and enjoy the art show. And the art show at Dragon Con is really cool. They always do a bidding thing. Oh, the silent auction. The silent auction. You go and you sign up and you can bid on some of the incredible pieces of art, right? That you might not even afford, but you could be the only bidder. We have gotten some pretty nice pieces of art for like $25 because we were the only people that bid on it. Now the bidding closes down, I think Sunday 5, 6 p.m., something like that. Go and look it out. Check it out because um, you will probably be able to go and talk to some of your favorite artists that, that have done everything. They have done literally everything that you've ever like enjoyed visually will be there making stuff and you could be have a piece of art like that. Yeah, I pulled up the map. The art show is usually in the bottom floor of the Hyatt. And, and there's there's all kinds of workshops, right? That they'll have art workshops, illustration workshops, everything. So with my inflated of self-importance, let me back up 90 seconds on this story. SC Comic Con is the most I've ever done. Two years non-consecutively, right? As in one year, 2014, like, hey, I might buy some Star Wars toys. Wait a minute, I'm poor. And my brother got me, paid for, paid $12 for my Sunday ticket. Two, fast forward three years later, hey, I'm on somebody else's podcast. And this gentleman named Mike Faber, head of the ESO Network, actually likes me for reasons that I still can't articulate. Invites me to help out at SC Comic Con. Here I am at Dragon Con. I mean, I'm talking about that's going from like your county fair to Disney World. Like the there's no there's no equivalent exchange, right? You're not going to turn that lead into gold, right? Dragon Con is its own goddamn beast, right? Oh. Hey Wheatley, tell me in 12 words what Dragon Con is. It is the party con that cl- we close the convention season out. That's all you need. <laughs> That's 14 words. You fail. You fail. Well, that last bit, I didn't even need it. Back uh, to uh, Dan being drunk outside the Metro Cafe. No. No. Okay, yeah. And after I see he has no sense of direction, I go, okay, you sit here, Dan. Give me your money. I'm going to pay off your bill. You are a man of integrity. I want you to know that. Yes. One quarter of what you put on Facebook is bullshit libertarian nonsense, okay? But I want you to know the other two-thirds of the political stuff you put on Facebook, I actually kind of more or less agree with, right? And then the final quarter is uh, is that nerd shit that I want to hug you on. And you're not making direct eye contact with me right now. Well, no, I just did the math, and you're kind of a little bit over there. You went one quarter, but he said two-thirds. But he said the last quarter, like, wait a minute. <laughs> This is the level of drunkenness Dan was at last year. No, it wasn't. I was like four times more drunk than this. Okay? You just said words, and I responded appropriately. No, you were talking. 
And I go, I'm going to go and pay off your bill. And okay, going, no, check it out. No, no speaking, speaking to this right. man's quality, by the way, you want to know if Faramir, son of Denethor, wants to prove his quality? This man right here, J.T. Wheatley, the, the, the master of history of comic books. And, I mean, for real, it's, it's the year 2019. If you're not up on comic books, you're not, you're not getting laid. Nobody cares about you, okay? The jocks have failed. It's a nerd world. J.T. Wheatley, he's going to give you all the tools you need to be hip and hep in today's world. I handed Mr. Wheatley here a wad of cash. Like, here's my tip. I handed you my bank card. Yeah, your bank card was I gave too you, much. I gave you like a fistful of cash for tip. You gave me elite, like, you gave me way enough to cover the bill and the tip. JT Wheatley is by far the most trustworthy human being that you're gonna find. Now back to Dan being drunk in downtown Atlanta. Because you know I'm just trying to avoid the subject. <laughs> happened this weekend and we got a whole lot of disney plus in there we've got more marvel studio shows as we expected uh we have miss marvel the kamala khan one we have moon knight we have she hulk herself um we have the mandalorian premiering when the actual service launches on november 12th Clone Wars, the new season, because that's an animated series that just won't die, coming February 2020, and we have the Obi-Wan TV series that's going to be a movie, and then Lucasfilm Disney was just like, yeah, maybe let's not uh, crank out Star Wars movies every six months. Yep, that's now going to be on the service as a show. Also, a little bit of the Marvel movie news. Kit Harrington, who is previously rumored to play a role, we now know who he's going to be. He's going to be Black Knight in the Eternals movie. And we have Black Panther 2 coming out May 6, 2022. That means the slate of May Marvel Studios movies for the next three Mays will be Black Widow coming out next May, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming out the following May, and Black Panther 2 coming out the following May after that. Also in the Warner Brothers DC side of things, where they also own NetherRealm Studios, the people who make Mortal Kombat, they announced the rest of the characters in the Combat Pack DLC, and I gotta say, I've made a lot of financial decisions so far that have been, I guess, questionable the last few years. This one might be one of the most smartest financial decisions I've ever made. Spending the extra $20 to get the deluxe edition of Mortal Kombat 11 and getting the early access to the combat pack because we have Zombie Sindel, which is okay, it's cool. We have Spawn, voiced by Keith David, who voiced him in the Spawn animated series. We have the Joker, who knows who's going to voice him. We've got 
Terminator T-800, Arnold Schwarzenegger himself, also as a character, which is interesting. And this is a Thunder Talk exclusive point that I didn't put in the uh, actual WTLK, but they're going hard with promoting Terminator in the video games because the Gears of War 5 pre-order, known as Gears 5, uh, you'll actually get to play as a T-100, you know, one of those basic foot soldier Terminators in that game. So they're really pushing Terminator Dark Fate hard, and so far it's the video game promotions are looking a bit more exciting than the actual movie, but that's just me. Also, WWE 2K20 is going to have its little DLC pre-order promotion thing, and it's going to be The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, amongst other sort of armor and skins and stages. Hail, Thunder Faithful! Do you want to listen to Sexy Thor just talk off the top of his head with a vague outline? So does Sexy Thor! Then join your favorite Asgardian every Mjolnir Monday as he talks what happened with Marvel, DC, and what happens in the WWE in a way that I try to make listenable to wrestling fans and non-fans alike. And more! Tune in to WTLK The Thunder. Hey, everybody, by the way, Thunder Talk is going to be at Dragon Con this year, of course, if you've been listening to any part of this episode at all. Uh, you hit us up. Uh, hit us up through the Facebook. Uh, we'll interview you. We'll make you famous. We'll put a mic in your face. We'll let you pitch and sell and whatever it is that you're all about. Uh, let us know. Let us know. Come and get our uh, our autograph. <laughs> we'll make you thunder famous. You know, I think my goal this year is good to get autographs from all the podcasters out there. And speaking of uh, more panels, um, there is one at between 8.30 and 9.30 called uh, Through Queer Colored Glasses, LB, LGBTQ plus History in Media. And that's between 8.30 and 9.30. And if I'm not too tired or sleepy or whipped because of work, right. I'll definitely uh, check that one out as well. And that's on Friday? Just to see what... That's on Friday. Ooh, that yes, sounds good. 8.30 cool. p.m. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah, so I got a question for you guys. Um, I noticed that um, there is like uh, photo sessions with celebrities, mm-hmm. uh, but the photo sessions are like only 10 minutes. And I'm like thinking to myself, is that enough time for people to actually take a picture? Like how many people can take pictures within a 10 minute time frame? Yeah, I noticed that myself and I have the same question. So ten minutes. So so the the celebrity is available for a total of ten minutes for pictures to be taken. Yeah, yeah they're scheduled for yeah. ten minute blocks. Ten minute blocks. You'd have to be cranking. It'd have to be like every five seconds. You know. Yeah, like, like, like those volunteers have got to keep that line rolling. Yeah. Like click move, click move, click move. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe there's more than one block though. Is that what you're? Yeah. Right. Maybe that's what I'm yeah. thinking. If I recall, I've I, seen multiple know. blocks. So you can schedule yourself because not everyone's going to do that. I mean, well, considering the numbers, let's just say if 500 people wanted to do it, that would still be a lot of people to have to push through. Well, I mean, I guess that's the magic of Dragon Con. (laughs) 50 Mm -hmm. people a minute. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, and um, uh, and 
I don't know if you guys heard about this, uh, but a couple of years ago, some folks got drunk at Dragon Con and threw a freaking chair out the window. No. And nearly killed somebody. No. Yes. Who the hell would throw a chair out the window? Yeah. Somebody Nobody we really know. drunk and maybe. Irre- right. Maybe too drunk, irresponsible, and maybe they blacked out. You can kill somebody. Right. Fortunately, it didn't hit anyone, but it was like the talk of the convention. You know, like I didn't go to Dragon Con that year, but that's all everyone talked about. The chair being thrown out the window. Well, hey, you you, you may have avoided a chair to the head by not. Yeah. Going. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Maybe Led Zeppelin traveled crazy? to the future, went to Dragon Con and had a Led Zeppelin night. <laughs> Dragon Con goes <laughs> all Zeppelin. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And was time traveling with Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty and Zeppelin showed up at Dragon Con, taught, threw some uh-huh. chairs around. It was They had a laugh. We were terrified. See, they're all a joker. None of it is. Right? Adam, what, uh, what, what are you looking forward to? Uh, well, for starters, there's panels for... Um, Gotham, Lucifer, and The Gifted, the only three shows on Fox I actually watch, which one is DC, one is DC Vertigo, and one is Marvel, so pretty on brand for me. Dude. And then there's just a multitude of other panels from Marvel DC, one with the Supernatural cast, and God, I can't really think of a fandom of mine that isn't represented in one of these panels. Let me tell you, I love The Gifted. I was so sad when it was canceled. I thought it was a good show. And it was shot in Atlanta also, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And um, the setting was mostly in Atlanta, too, I believe. Like right. Like the in-world story. And the uh, one of the um, executive producers is the actor that used to be on Star Trek Voyager. He played, uh, oh, my gosh, um... You know, sort of reddish hair. He played, his first name was Tom. Oh, Tom Paris, played by right. uh, um, Robert Duncan McNeil. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> he, yeah. he was a special guest at Trek Land. I mean, I just, I just have to know that offhand. I'm not, I'm not a fan or anything. That's, I mean, that's common knowledge. Common knowledge. Sure, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was at Trek Lanta last year as a special guest. And he was great. And he told everyone that he's going to be working on that show. One of the reasons he took the job was because, you know, it was being shot in Atlanta because he lives here. And... You know, another great thing that he said was that he really, he said he prefers the smaller to midsize conventions because he feels like they're a little more intimate and fans can get to the celebrities much easier, you know, as opposed to, you know, some of the bigger ones where, you know, like the big Star Trek convention that that happens in Las Vegas every year, you know, trying to get to... uh, A Jerry Ryan 709, even if she decides to come to those things, I mean, yeah, right, good be luck. near impossible, you right. know. And the reason I mention her is because every time I tell people I'm going to Treklanta, they're like, oh, is Jerry Ryan going to be there? That's what people at work ask me. I'm yeah. like, no, I don't think she's coming. Uh, you know, sorry. Yeah, sorry, not this time. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, and that's, oh my God. I had no idea that Tom Paris was hanging out last year at at Dragon Con. He, he was at Treklanta, actually. Oh, Treklanta. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's my that's fault. How, I misheard yeah. you. Then mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna edit out my just saying that just now. <laughs> no, you're not.
Look, we know it's a long time till Doctor Who comes back on the air. Sorry. But your friends here at the Earth Station Who podcast are here to help. That's right. Mike, Mike, and Mary will be your guide through this wilderness year with reviews of classic stories, audios, and even some group discussions featuring some special guests. Join us for new episodes every other week up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are found. The Earth Station Who podcast, exploring over 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. There was one more announcement after that. Oh, what was it? Yeah. Oh! Because after everybody got their Black Widow hats and were taking pictures and all that, Kevin Feige brought Mahershala Ali onto the yep, stage. Mahershala Ali. And he had a hat of his own. He put it on and had the logo for the new Blade movie coming Blade. up. Blade. They're doing Blade again, and it's Mahershala Ali. Which brings up... Now, you said this was a full-on announcement, how the Netflix Marvel shows, that's Daredevil, that's Jessica Jones. No, that's it, it was a Kevin Feige Snake interview. Fist, Magic folks. Fighter guy. That's uh, Luke Cage. That's all of them together in the Lesser Avengers show. You're saying all of that is now dust? Yep. It has been, It's has it been or is it going to, it, it's decanonized, right? Right. With well, with Mahershala Ali playing Blade, he also he played the heavy. Yeah, he in, played uh, Cottonmouth in Luke Cage season one. So he's going to be. So we're getting Blade, and if you if you liked the Punisher, right? Had, yeah. You all like the Punisher? I heard that one over really well. Yeah, John Bernthal, freaking fantastic Punisher. Doesn't matter anymore. Shh. I mean, it matters. Yeah, you know, you can go back in the privacy of your own mind and be like, "Hey, this is never going to be moved forward in any ancillary or direct context." But hey, I enjoy it for what it was. Yeah, I mean, if you want to binge over the two seasons over and over again on Netflix, or maybe buy the DVDs, I'm sure they're already. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm kind of behind. I'm not. But for Thunder Faithful that like the Punisher that much, yeah, right. Right, right. It's available for you, but you ain't getting any new stuff. You know, the Punisher is just a white trash Batman. You know that, right? That's some Patreon segment, dude. That that is Patreon. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Yeah, our <laughs> Patreon at uh, www.thundertalk.patreon. We're lying. We don't have a Patreon yet. White, 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 white trash Batman. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, Kevin Feige said that it was going to be a whole another year or so because of contract stuff for. Before they could bring any of anybody from the Defenderverse into the MCU, what? Yeah, which is fine because their slate is pretty full for the next two years. So hold up, hold up. So they're decanonizing the Netflix Marvel world, yet they're saying it's going to be a year before they could bring those characters. Oh, you're saying as in like rebooted characters? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like Daredevil, but not this guy. Jessica Jones, but not her. Luke Cage, but not him. Oh, that sucks. Luke Cage. Right. Uh, unless they decided to bring them in, but make what whatever they did in on Netflix not canon. Nullify it. Like they still have the same actress playing Jessica Jones, playing Jessica Jones. Exactly. But in terms of backstory, that's nullified. It's what I call here in the Thunderverse the Suicide Squad effect. Ah. So yeah, and as everything was wrapping up, Kevin Feige was all like, and yeah, sorry, there's no time to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2. There's no time to talk about Fantastic Four. There's oh. no time to talk about mutants. Yeah, he just he just straight up said, oh yeah, sorry, no time to talk about 
you know, half the other stuff that you've been asked, you, you wanted to know. And yeah. are kind of confused. That, that, you know you, that you've wanted to know for like three plus years. When you looked at, they've done larger phase breakdowns at San Diego Comic-Con before. Yeah. And that's intentional. Because what else are they going to talk about at San Diego Comic-Con in 2020? Exactly. Yeah. And also, this, this I, believe, partial list. I believe they still have D23 coming up and maybe they have a presence at New York oh, Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, right. Like New York Comic-Con's blown up pretty good, I've noticed. In the same trajectory that I see as San Diego Comic-Con blew up in, as in becoming more and more a focused media event. Yeah. As opposed to something that is, by design, open to the public. And that's where I rep Dragon Con. Yeah. Fun, 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 fun. And why we hardcore rep SC Comic Con. There is no way you can do everything. You can't even try. I mean, you, you can try, but it's not going to happen. So please. Uh, just another piece of advice set reasonable expectations for yourself uh, plan for i mean the things that you can accomplish on thursday and friday are not the things that you will be able to accomplish on a sunday after you've had many nights of you know having a great time with friends one other big thing that I would suggest, and this is, I don't know if this pertains necessarily to you, Sexy Thor, but for people who are going to panels and going to talk to the stars on the Walk of Fame and all that, if there's a question that you want to ask in a panel, like, think about it. Because it's kind of obvious from the guest list that we can see what some of the panels will be. And it's like, if you know that you want to ask a question in the panel, try to come up with your question and maybe kind of practice it and get it as like concise. Sus- concise. Yeah, yes. Get it as concise as possible. Because of course you want to be prepared because for some of the big panels, if you don't get up there right away, as soon as they're like, okay, who wants to come ask a question? You may not get to ask your question, but also you want to be prepared so you don't get up there and it's time to ask your question and then you end up drawing a blank or maybe you end up not saying the question really the way you wanted to say it. So it's good to kind of think ahead and be prepared for something like that. And also consider like, is what I want to say something that should be a question in a panel or maybe I should save it and go talk to this person on the walk of fame and tell them about how their show touched my life or that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, because like you go to the walk of fame, I was super nervous, you know, the first time that I went in the walk of fame, but even like compared to the first time to last year, I mean, as soon as they, because it's usually like 10 minutes into the panel or something like that. They're like, okay, you start standing up or people that want to ask questions, start forming a line. If you really want to ask a question, you will have ample opportunity to ask these people that play your most beloved characters questions and, you know, an authentic question and they love it you know they feed off of your energy if you're up there you're dressed like their character for their panel they eat that shit up 
I would just suggest being prepared so you know what you want to say. And I always feel bad when someone like freezes up because I'm like, oh, man, like they really want to ask their question, but they're scared. Okay, Beth is much nicer than I am, but I'm going to tell you straight up, not all questions are good questions. Not all questions deserve to be asked. Well, some of them are more appropriate for the Walk of Fame. Yes. Sometimes people think that they're going to be tongue-in-cheek funny, and it's it falls flat because nobody else knows your humor or you, the way you present what you think is a hilarious joke to everybody else. You instead just made fun of people or something. I, I know I'm asking uh, people that are introverted and things like that that might not have great social cue skills you know um but really think about your question you know point if you know that you're going to go to a discovery channel or a discovery panel or a marvel panel or something like that if, if you can kind of just give it even a glancing moment of your you know standing in line time you know try to come up with a good good question and they really do enjoy that Anyway, I'm about to tell Dan, wait here, I'll go pay your bill, and I'll walk you back to the hotel. No, that's real. That's real. But then another friend of ours came down. Mr. Chris Jones of the Nerdless Podcast. And he walked you back instead while I went back and paid your bill. Mr. Okay, I was so trashed. I was okay. Now, granted, Chris wasn't doing much better. No, but together, you but made he was doing more. better. No, together yeah. we made like a hundred and seven percent human being. Yes, enough to at least <laughs> right. make it past two crosswalks to the hotel. I owe everything that I am podcast wise to Mr. Chris Jones and the Nerd Bliss Podcast, Four Foot One Media. I think you do too. Oh yeah, he gave me the kick in the pants to finally do my podcast. Gave you that kick in that pants. And being that Chris Jones is a grown-up. <laughs> he escorted, he got you back to your hotel. And I was so trashed that I was actually worried that the people who monitored the front door, the entrance of the hotel, might have been like, uh-uh, no, you can go die behind a dumpster, okay? We do not want the Westons or the Marriott's or the Sheridans. I'm not going to tell you what hotel I was going to, the Hilton's. Westons. Might be like, look, you are too. We're, I don't care if you're paying for a room. You're not allowed to. We don't want to be associated with you. Once again, that shows that you being a rookie at Dragon Con because they should. You should know those door handlers. They know. Oh yeah. No, this time real. of night. This is. I'm shocked if he's still on two legs. I have seen more than once someone crawl through a doorway to get back in the hotel room, and of course, more than a few of them were dressed. Up in cosplay. But anyway, Chris gets you back to the hotel. But he left his wife, Tina, for me to then have to guide back to the hotel. Which I had to do with my Riddler cane, because I was dressed as the Riddler, across both crosswalks in downtown Atlanta. It was like a little Bo Peep. Yeah. As the good shepherd of Petrie. <laughs> Next morning, I do the parade. But after we do the parade, I text up to Chris and Tina to see how's everyone doing. <laughs> because I did a, par- I just did a parade. That's, dude, 
You're a smart man asking a dumb question. <laughs> well, I just want to like follow up my friends. Um, they're obviously sleeping it off, but let's make sure they're maybe still alive. That but was Chris crass. replies back, we're still here. Dan's been hugging the toilet all morning, though. I mean, <laughs> look, everybody. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> that's that happened. How deep? DragonCon 2019 is fast approaching, so fill up your buckets of rum and keep up with the latest news, announcements, interviews, and mispronunciations of guest names as only the Con Report podcast crew can make. Let us be your guide each month as we count down to the big event on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite media play. Listen to the DragonCon Con Report. It's almost as good as being there, but without the long lines, smelly gamers, and hangovers. Yeah. Hey, real quick, you guys, you want to sing happy birthday to uh, to my wife? Of course we do. Of course we do. Sure. I- I'm not the best singer, so prepare your ears to be assaulted. <laughs> Happy no, 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 stop, 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 stop. I don't know how to do, how do you do speakerphone on, on Discord? I put your phone on, on speakerphone. Oh, I don't know. No, it automatically goes to speakerphone. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, there you go. All right. All right. Happy birthday, birthday to <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> And many more. Melissa, we love you. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just felt like I was in a bad version of We Are the World, where different people are trying to sing happy birthday very differently. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, thanks you. I'm going to plug back in here. Oh my god. Adam's over there still trying to like oh, yeah, hold on still. to the last note. Uh, nice. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Come on. Yeah, we'll be we'll be here all week. It's my wife's uh, birthday today. I Melissa Clink. She's uh, more responsible for this show than I am. The most supportive person I've ever known. Who indulges my nonsense. But I love you, Melissa. Happy birthday. Yeah, you all sing happy birthday? Yes. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Melissa. Happy, happy birthday to you. And many more. (laughs) Thank you, baby.
Uh, we got some new, new, new Marvel junk just dropped. Just dropped. Adam, what's 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 up? So you thought we you had all your Marvel news thing at uh, San Diego Comic Con? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. D twenty three brings it even more. We have not one, not two, but three new Marvel Studios TV shows coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, right. Three three more reasons to to drop that cash. Yeah. What's, what do we got? Miss Marvel. Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, where she goes stretchy stretch. Is 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 Captain Marvel? Is Brie Brie Larson going to be involved in that? No idea, because that's what it's all about. If I'm not mistaken, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, is a fan of Captain Marvel, and then when she gets her powers, she's a fangirl. She writes fan fiction, even doesn't she? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Brie Larson showed up in it because of what you just said. Yeah, because of what I just said. Yeah, awesome, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. What uh, what what else we got? And we've also got Moon Knight. Yeah, we do. I have no clue what that is. He's like no s- idea at all. Spooky supernatural version of Batman, but dressed in white. Okay. And, and um, it's also uh, that story is also rooted with uh, Egyptian mythology. Uh, okay, so I was about to make a like a spawn correlation there, but I, I won't. Last show is She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Jennifer Walters, the cousin of Bruce Banner, who he gave a blood transfusion to, and she got She-Hulk. Would you really want to take a blood transfusion from Bruce Banner? What's did, did they not know that he? It's it's all kinds of gamma blood. I mean, that's a good question because I'm. I thought he was already like famously known as the Hulk for, I would say, like at least a good decade at this point, maybe. I mean, yeah, there's there's certain, you know, diseases. uh, I mean, they screen the blood, you know, it's like, hey, you have that. I mean, hell, if you had a tattoo in the last year, then you're not allowed to give blood. Damn. If you traveled to Great Britain between like 1976 and 1984 or some some shit like that, you know, when you go to fill out the form to in order to donate blood, it it disqualifies you because I guess they had some mad cow nonsense going on for a minute out there. (laughs) There are so many things that that preclude you from giving blood and you would think turning into an unstoppable goddamn rage machine would be one of them. Leaking with so much gamma, you can survive an infinity snap. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm curious to see how they uh, how they they thread that loop or loop that thread, thread, thread that loop. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but it's she good Hulk. that, you know, they'll be bringing her in because from what I understand, Hulk snap pretty much sort of permanently damaged him. So he's roughly out of commission for the long term at least even even though he was able to kick some ass in that final fight yeah if you notice though they didn't show him kicking a lot of ass though did they yeah that's true uh oh yeah maybe mark ruffalo ruffalo will uh will show up on the show or she hulk will show up in a movie because again that's how it's all seeming to come together Uh, speaking of movies speaking of movies uh and you know we we ended up saving the best for last what's coming out dude what movie am i just just chomping at the bit like i can't wait i just want to i just want to go into cryostasis for the next two years what 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 did they announce black panther 2 baby that's right that's right i'm telling you best movie in the mcu yeah endgame was was the best infinity war was the best i just I was, black panther fan games 100 percent. black panther was 105 how are they doing have they leaked any information on what that's going to be about who's going to be in it other than the you know, you know returning principal cast no not really i mean there's has been rumors going on and off for months now that 
Michael B. Jordan would be in this one too. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. The rumor is that he would be communing with Michael B. Jordan uh, in the ancestor plane, like when he goes to the ancestor, uh, the ancestral plane. Right. Uh, they might work him in that way. God, that would be rad. That would be so rad. Yeah. Let me just. Uh, I'm just going to play everybody my ringtone here. One. Ask me. Uh, ask me how much I love Black Panther. Hey Dan, how much do you love Black Panther? So much so that the BET animated series intro is my ringtone. Oh, hold on, I gotta take my earbuds out. So much so that the BET Black Panther animated series is my ringtone. Oh God damn it! Hold on, this is I'm just making a fucking chump out of me. How do I do this? Oh wait a minute. Okay, hold on. So much so that the Black Panther the BET animated series intro is my ringtone. And that's uh, that's it for uh, all of our Marvel stuff, everybody. Yeah, I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed. Uh, yeah, right on. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation interacts with his unique body chemistry. Hey, so I was looking at uh, Saturday and um, I have two more that I will probably miss. Um, uh, at 7 a.m. they're going to be showing British Saturday morning cartoons. Oh yeah, I saw that. I think that would be pretty cool to check out if I'm up that early. Yeah, right. Um, and then at 8 o'clock, they're going to have classic sci-fi Saturday morning. Ooh. So um, I don't, I, I, I kind of feel like um, that might be maybe live action. Sure. As well, because, um, you know, in the 1950s, there was this pretty strong science fiction programming block on Saturday morning. Um Right. I feel like they those are the type of shows that they might show, but I could be wrong. It could be Arc 2 or it could be the animated Star Trek series or it could be, you know, anything. Right. But there's also a Dragon Con parade on Saturday. Oh, yeah, the parade. I think the parade starts at 8 o'clock, maybe, or mm. 9. I'm not sure. So it's one of those. Even if I were to go to one or two of those Saturday morning panels, I would definitely would not want to miss the parade. We'll meet up at the parade. I, I think I'm required to be at the parade. I got to be at the parade. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe I don't have to be at the parade. We'll find out. I was going to say for that really, really early panel, the British cartoon panel, what time mm-hmm. is that one at again? 7 a.m. 7 a.m. You know, I was going to say, hey, Mark, why don't, you, uh, why don't we go do that British... Uh, Saturday morning cartoon panel. We'll get some breakfast. Yeah. You, you, you know that what I'm really saying is, hey, Mark, uh, at the last minute, I'm going to totally disappoint you and bow out because I'm going to be too burnt out and exhausted. Because uh, <laughs> you've only been sleeping that. for two hours at that point. No, I'll be, right, I'll, be, right. I'll be sleeping about two, three hours a night on average, I'm guessing. Yeah. No, we can do yeah. that, actually. Saturday morning. Um, mm-hmm. What I mean, what we'll be referring, what you'll be referring to as Saturday morning. I'll be that'll be my my Friday night bonus time, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of having slept. I'm sure. Um, yeah, if you want to hit that up, that actually sounds fascinating. Yeah, uh, yeah. Grab some breakfast. Check that out. Yeah, because someone there is a Facebook group that I belong to called Cartoon Research, and someone posted 
a British cartoon. I'd never seen it before. And then one of the comments was, yeah, that was one of the best British cartoons produced back in the day. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's a come I don't know it because it never aired in the U.S. The British networks or broadcasting had a whole Saturday morning thing themselves, you know, with some American imports. So it'd be kind of cool to check out to see like what those cartoons were like. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. That'd be very cool. Yeah, so everybody, uh, you know, Team Thunder Talk is going to be on the scene at at, at DragonCon with uh, with our mightiest ally, Mark McRae. Maybe he'll even shake your hand. No, I'm sorry, Mark. I don't mean to put you out on Front Street. Uh, <laughs> you you all leave Mark alone, right? <laughs> He's our friend. We got your back, dude. We got your back. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so we look forward to everybody uh, seeing you at DragonCon. Uh, final thoughts, Adam? I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, that's right. That's is it right. Thursday yet? Is it yeah, Thursday yet? Right. Is it Thursday yet? <laughs> Mark? I'm just hoping that I don't get um, overstimulated at Dragon Con with all the people and the lights and the crowds. You know, that's that's my only concern. Uh, it's a huge convention and it's just going to be a lot of people. So I'm just... yeah. Hoping for the best experience. You know what? I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to take that as as my own final thought. I, I tend to go overstimulation. I'm kind of like the Incredible Hulk. I think Adam can attest to this. You know how the Hulk, the more like damage you inflict, the stronger he gets. Right. I'm like that with stimulation, Re- reeling it in, and uh, having a uh, trying to have an adult temperament. I think is uh, <laughs> is going to be my. <laughs> that's always my challenge. Until you spend like 18 months in a gamma lab and combine the brains and the brawn. Yeah, see another Avengers reference. That's the ongoing joke, <laughs> oh! Mark. We, we can't get through a single episode without referencing the Avengers. Um, Never. All right, well, uh, yeah, cool. We're going to see, we'll see all of you out there at DragonCon. Thanks, uh, thanks for hanging out, Mark. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me on Thunder Talk. Uh, I had a blast uh, talking to you guys about uh, DragonCon and conventions Etc. Etc. Awesome. Cool. Because you know you're going to be on again and again and again. We're going to keep pestering you until you block, until you block ha! my phone number. Yeah. Until you yeah. officially agree to be a fifth co-host. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. No. You'll you'll find you'll find that we've no added pressure. your name to the credits as a co-host, and you'll be like, uh, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Thanks for the warning. <laughs> Also, if you're going to do some cool cosplay, you might practice poses because if you do cool cool cosplay, people are going to want to take your picture. So you might practice some poses at home before you go. So that way, if someone asks you to take a picture, you're ready, you're prepared. So I, I, I will say that you will definitely, while you're walking around, Adam, and you're looking at all these different people in their cosplay, the the really the really good cosplayers, they have like six go-to poses with them and their friends that they're gonna bust out and that you know for for the pictures. It's really quite cool, I think. Huh. All right. I'll definitely keep an eye out and observe that because I only have really two really cool poses and that's it. So probably need to diversify. Sexy Thor pose down. Pose off. Get some blue steel in there and some magnum. Is that like the the pose down? Is that like the downward dog or something? Uh, no. (laughs) 
So what other recommendations do we have? Be nice to the volunteers. Yeah. So, I mean, Dragon Con is for the fans, by the fans, right? It's a whole bunch of volunteers. We're going to have an opportunity to meet all the podcasting people, right? You know, because we do the podcast stuff. But this this convention is definitely set up by volunteers and it's run by volunteers. These are just normal everyday people that strap on a headset and a walkie-talkie and try to get people to stand in a line and, you know, just kind of, you know, like behave. Yeah. And these people, they they don't have to do this. They're it's like we're getting to go to panels and stuff while they are, you know, babysitting people in line, basically. So be nice to him. And even if you think what they're asking is silly, they're just doing their job. Be nice to him. Now, I'm not going to say that you won't run into a, a power trip volunteer occasionally. It happens. But try to take it with a grain of salt and recognize that... This, you know, this could be the end of a 24-hour long day where they have been shuffling and answering people and they just kind of, everybody, you know, nerves can get frayed under extreme circumstances, right? Yeah, after 24 hours, like almost anybody would be acting in some type of way. I would say those are the majority of, or... It's just some very basic tips and tricks that will help help you survive the Dragon Con five day weekend. I actually I just want to share the, the my love and the experiences that we get with Dragon Con with our friends, our family, um, our listeners. I mean, all, all of you listeners, you are my friends and family, too. I, I you know, you are my friends. I just don't know you yet. Um, where can we find, where can we find us, Adam? You can find us on, uh, thundertalk.org. That's our main website. Uh, facebook.com slash thundertalk podcast, I believe is the new URL. Twitter is, uh, thundertalk1. We're on Instagram at thunder underscore talk. Where can we find you, Beth and Kavika, personally? Oh, well, you can find me uh on twitter at bethy lala and you can find me on twitter at k to say rambles on we look forward to hearing from you reach out to us and share some of your experiences with dragon con and we will share some of ours with you yes Ooh, i cannot wait to finally go back and see all of this it's gonna be you're you're just gonna blow your mind <laughs> Well, I mean, it's Dragon Con. So a story of somebody being like shit-faced drunk is kind of boring at this point, right? This does also lead to my favorite story about Dan Clink, once he got used to the Dragon Con mindset, is that what did you do at one point? You went to go out and take a smoke? I felt so safe and part of a community that despite my body image issues, I was able to walk out into the crowd wearing a pair of shorts and that's it i took my shirt off i was like i just want to it's so hot i just want my shirt off and i did i did 
No, dude, not only did nobody say anything, nobody glanced at me twice. Nobody even took a second glance at me. Jim, this is a convention where you can see people dressed as characters from Zardoz, the <laughs> the buckle. That's real, everybody. Yeah, look remember, at, just remember, look it up. Sean Connery in the red diaper. You're welcome. JT Wheatley, History of Comic Books. Guy, where can everybody find you, JT Wheatley? You can find me on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spreaker. <laughs> what do they type in? History of Comics Podcast. And, of course, look on all your usual uh, podcasting formats, iTunes, Spreaker, Libsyn, uh, Stitcher, all those uh, formats. And I'm also on Facebook, a History of Comics uh, podcast page. And I'm also on Twitter at History of Comics, um, at History of Comics. And, yeah, just look me up there. You okay over there, mate? No, but I'm, a, but I'm a professional. No, Does I'm go, like... Go ahead and pay off your bill. No, I'm, I'm 30. Nice tip. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I might be... I'm going to need your bank card and a wallet of cash. Okay, I know you're trolling me right now. <laughs> I'm having problems, and I still feel like we haven't hit the point yet. Wow, Dan, you're an asshole. <laughs> wow, Dan, you said it. You are an asshole. Yeah, dude. I'm. Uh, wow, that was. Uh, I was not at my best. Not at my best that night. Uh, neither was the year before, but I did catch some Pokemon. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, J.T. Wheatley, History of Comic Books, going to be at Dragon Con. Me, Dan Klink, Thunder Talk, Dragon Con. Uh, hit us up. Uh, hit us up through the Dragon Con app. Find us on Facebook. We'll uh, we'll be recording there. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make you famous. In the worst ways possible. In the absolute worst ways possible. Hey, you know, I'm not the one that fell asleep in the food court. I didn't fall asleep in the food court. Oh, yeah, it's okay. You were laying down. I was just resting because that table was the softest substance I ever felt in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. About an hour ago, we were hearing all about that. Yeah. Uh, Wheatley, what's the uh, what's the best bad advice you can get for Dragon Con? Well, if you've, after you listen to that conversation, I'm not sure what what can be worse than that. So. Well, well said. Well said. Uh, well, simply, yeah, simply put, uh, don't drink the hard liquor until you get some food in your belly. Uh, ben and Kavik already covered all of that. Yeah, just do the opposite of what they did, and you'll have a horrible time. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, or I mean, I mean, and mem- memorable would be subjective, I think, under those circumstances. But you will definitely have a time. Yeah, stuff to tell your grandkids later on. Yeah, right. If you live, if you if you live to see them. At our, at our rate, probably not. But yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> What's good, everybody? My name is Tyler Butler. I am the host of Enough with the BS Podcast. We are a sports show that takes the BS out of sports. I have a little bit of fun with it as well. We do, however, dive into some deep and serious conversations, such as allegations, abuse, and injustice. So how about you join me and Josh Smith twice a month on one of the fastest growing podcasts there is out of the Carolinas. Hope you're having a good day. Squad up. I'm out. It's Dan's Bad Advice Column. Yeah. Dear Dan, I have been married to my husband for 38 years. We both had long professional careers and saved diligently for our retirement. Our children are on their own and doing well with their careers. My husband retired six years ago. His daily routine is visiting his mother every day in an assisted living facility. 
It is an expensive place, and they take great care of her. I have just retired. I waited to do it until I was 67, thinking we could start to travel. My husband has now informed me he doesn't want to go on any two to three week vacations because of his mother. He says he needs to see her every day. Dan, the woman is 98 and going strong. There's nothing wrong with her except for some forgetfulness. I don't understand why he feels he needs to see her every day. When I try to question him, he gets angry and upset. He makes me feel like I'm the mean one. This is ruining our marriage. I'm not sure what I can do, if anything, to fix it. Help by ranked second in the Midwest. <laughs> well, ranked second in the Midwest. Uh, sounds like uh, you're married to a mama's boy. Um, well, I mean, okay. First off, you need, you need to get his attention. Uh, start dressing like his mom. Moo-moos bathrobes whatever the 98 year old crowd is uh is strutting out there with these days definitely get up on the great grandma fashion tip go to the library and get yourself some uh some books on sigmund freud he's a great resource on this stuff find out what perfume what kind of perfume does she wear uh you know go start start going to the same hairstylist maybe i think you know where i'm going with this lady you say you've recently retired well i mean act like it Start watching like three to five hours of Law and Order <laughs> every every day. Join a bridge club. Uh, start start making your mother-in-law's uh, deviled egg recipe. Everyone born before before 1935, I promise you, they have one. Uh, and now you say she's going strong. That your husband's mom is still going strong. Challenge her to an arm wrestling match. <laughs> you know, get. <laughs> Get the staff of her nursing home involved. Play some bets. Put it on YouTube. And definitely remember to link Thunder Talk in that. Show your man who's his mommy. <laughs> and, you know, just, just start catering to all of his uh, man-baby bullshit. You know, the same stuff his mom used to do. Cut the crust off of his PB&J. Tell, tell him what a handsome boy he is <laughs> as you brush his hair. Now, you also said that your mother-in-law is starting to show signs of forgetfulness. Uh, well, uh, beat her at her own game. You know, start start forgetting uh, your husband's name in the bedroom. Uh, yell out names like Deshaun or Terrell or LeBron. Uh, and finally, forget to take him on vacation with you all together. Find yourself a young man and forget that he isn't your husband. Or find a woman and make her your husband. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's the 90s, bro. Anything goes. <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all went to college. It's Dan's Bad Advice Column. Fuck yeah. All right, so that's our show. I hope all of our listeners out there that uh, have nothing to do with Dragon Con know what Dragon Con is or couldn't give a damn and are probably west of the Mississippi, uh, we want to thank you for indulging us and talking about all kinds of junk that you don't care about. Let's be real. Everybody cares about Dragon Con. We know you do. That's why you're here listening to us. It's jealousy is what it would be. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they even, know all about it, and they're just shady. Even if they can't make it, I mean, how can you not care about Dragon Con when they give you so many options of things that you could possibly care about? Yeah, right? Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, I mean, gosh, that's, uh, you know, go check out uh, the ESO Network, uh, ESOnetwork.com. That's, uh, we love them. We're part of them. We're with them now. They're with us in our hearts. 
Do we get our free ESO chicken at the meet and greet? I think we get our free ESO chicken at the meet and greet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Nice. So definitely. uh bring a coop just in case. I mean we don't even know how that's gonna go. We don't know how that's gonna go. Bring your hot yeah. sauce. <laughs> bring bring uh, bring a coop and some hot sauce for that free ESO chicken. Sweet. Well it's not free. We had to work pretty hard. All right. You know, y'all don't even know the the, the the sweat that goes into a show like this. People, you good people out there on the internet. I think it's all you're all just a bunch of bunch of bunch of silly ass joke nobodies sitting here doing this podcast, but I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore, and I'm just kind of making sounds with my face at this point. Somebody say something. Have a wonderful time. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and we will see you out there. Bye, Thunder Friends. Bye. is a production of the Weirdos Workshop, starring Gavika Allo, Adam Wedston, Beth Allo, and Dan Klink. Dan's Bad Advice column is intended for entertainment purposes only. Thunder Talk, the Weirdos Workshop, and its subsidiaries are not liable in any situation where somebody may actually take that advice. If you do, that's your problem, buddy. And remember, drink fight and make your ancestors proud always. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network. Your station for all things geek.